0: Welcome to the Truckers Buying Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kay Fings. All right, we're back. Episode 71, man. Uh, We're getting to it. All right, let's get right into it, man. Uh, Unfortunately, we've seen in the past 24 hours uh, some mass shootings. And, I mean, this is not a rare occurrence. Like, it it has become almost a part of American culture, almost, Mm -hmm. in the the recent years, all these goddamn shootings. Mm -hmm. Um. But here's the thing. The only the really what really bothers me, this is just me, is when these things happen, instead of like you know, being empathetic towards the families or the people who have uh, been slain in these killings, the first thing people do is push their agenda, like immediately. They're like, these liberals are all these conservatives, and it's like, bruh, like mm-hmm. these are people's lives we're talking about. I just I just think that the issues people you know, uh, issues people bring up. It's kind of, it's kind of fucked up. You got people going through like insurmountable, you know, pain. And all you could talk about is like, you know, if it wasn't for Trump or if it wasn't for, and it's just like, look, I get it. There's, you know, there's, you know, there's a story, uh, behind the shooting and what the guy, the guy had put Trump's name in guns and shit like that. You see where he wrote his name and guns, Instead, like, you didn't see that, Mm-mm. and like in like in uh, you know how you make like a snowman with with snow. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, he made like Trump's name with guns. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's pretty weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's a whole lot that we'll be getting into. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, what, what do you feel, Keith, uh, Keith?
1: Yeah, I think I always talk about how we can't really make any sort of progress or get anything done when we're just arguing on the internet. Right. You know, especially um a lot of it this is this is a um like a humanitarian thing. Definitely. Obviously it, it, it comes back to politics because they're using guns and guns is a big part of, you know, our our society and our and our country. But I I just wish that the first thing people ran to or the first thing people were um conversating and talking about it is just like a solution and um just being empathetic towards the the communities um Daytona El Paso and it was one it was one other one
0: it was um El Paso and it was Gilroy Gilroy yeah Gilroy Gilroy, they had the garlic festival yeah sometimes uh I go out that way it's not too far from San Jose yeah so yeah
1: I just wish people would be you know more concerned about people's well-being versus like pushing their political agendas on social media and arguing with people from the other side is is yeah. just unfortunate yeah it's stupid
0: mm-hmm. and i, I mean I, I see it all too often um it what's weird to me though um like i mentioned earlier people pushing their agenda is like i seen people posting the same picture and it's like a bunch of these white guys and it's like uh, a wall won't fix this, you know, and that's mm-hmm. like the first thing people will post, and I get it. you know what I'm saying that there's you know there's some significant evidence showing it you know these guys have been around the age of twenty one and been Caucasian, but at the end of the day, that doesn't bring back the people that got fucking shot, yeah, the people got shot. You can't unshoot somebody. It's crazy to think
1: that somebody was just going to a freaking garlic festival, they probably right. traveling you know many miles ago to a garlic festival or people were just doing shopping for their family you the, um, know at a, at a Walmart and they didn't get the opportunity to go home and see their family that's ridiculous yeah it's just it's just unfortunate man i just hate that it's all, it always goes back to politics definitely it's just it's it's just uh unfortunate the way that we maneuver So I don't know. Yeah,
0: I was just trying to get into the mind of these mass shooters. And and what I've noticed is this out of all the ones that I've seen as of recent, they all kind of have some of the same characteristics. And one of them, I'm not trying to judge men, but none of them are really that attractive. And I think that these dudes that are having these problems, one of their problems is they're not getting enough, enough female attention. Now, this is just an assumption. But I mean, there's no way these guys are getting any pussy, man. There is no way. And I know this may sound like, you know, I'm trying to be funny, but I'm being honest here. Like as a man, you know, it feels good to have female company. It feels good to have sex with a woman. Now, I don't know how much of this was happening in these guys lives. I, I And I've never out of all these pictures. These dudes are really odd looking and then most of them wear glasses and look real dorky and shit. Yeah, I've never seen a dude that was, you know, uh, a really attractive looking person. Shooting a bunch of people, you know. I
1: also think that I don't. I won't agree with that angle, but I don't think I don't. I, there's only been like two people in history that looked attractive in a mugshot, and Ted that's Bundy. uh, well, yeah, I guess him. But like normal, I was talking about um the prison bay.
0: Oh, <laughs> the
1: guy that's a model now. Yeah, and then there was like one other girl I seen. So I mean. Taking a freaking mugshot is not the most flattering. Um, These motherfuckers just can, look weird, anyway. You could be in, yeah.
0: These are some Area Fifty One looking motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, but I also <laughs> think that like your looks only play a small part in actually getting female attention. Yeah, there's a lot of ugly people that I'd be getting all kind of girls.
0: Yeah, but if you're an odd motherfucker, then you're not getting shit. I think that's one of the problems. That's just one of the elements. Yeah, but you know, and this is assumption. Like this is all hypothetical. This is not like me, like literally making. Like, I have scientific evidence behind, you know, mm-hmm. motherfuckers not getting pussy and then shooting up a church. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say that. I just think you got to screw loose in that and boy, in that case you do. Um,
1: yeah. I don't agree with that. But I think the opposite. If a guy um, was about to kill someone uh-huh. and he just got some head or, right, you know, he just, like, you know, got a little bit of poonanny on his side. Like, he'd be like, ah, maybe I'll kill
0: them then. That is like, a good skit. Yeah. That's a good skit. Like, you know uh, you know, guys getting his guns are like, Hey, you want some head? <laughs> he, like, he just put all the guns on the ground. I do I do have this theory,
1: um, or this idea if uh more gangsters or like, you know, people, whatever, Crips and whatnot, if if they had um if they were planning on doing a drive by or something like that. And they had sex right before they planned on doing it. Then they probably wouldn't. You know, nah, not wouldn't at
0: all. Because once a woman comes along and she deflates your nuts, you don't think about shooting or hurting anybody. Yeah, you just want to eat a sandwich and get some sleep.
1: I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get them niggas next time, cause
0: yeah, you are gonna end up you. <laughs> 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 when women will suck the life out of you, literally, and you just be like, I just want to sleep.
2: <laughs> and,
0: be, and then you'd be like, why are we arguing? What was, <laughs> what was happening? I don't...
1: <laughs> That's funny. Sex can save lives. Yeah, <laughs> I just have think... have a shirt.
0: I don't think that people... I think that uh, there's too many men that constantly run around with all this, this anger and hate and testosterone. And, and I just think that a woman comes along and... And kind of like, I don't know, she comes along and kind of like gives you this like therapy almost,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, just like, you know, just having that interaction with women is kind of therapeutic, you know. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but, yeah. you know, you kind of need that balance sometime. And if you never get that attention, that's the only assumption that I'm making. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that they're shooting people solely because they don't get female attention. I think there's so many other. You know, um, there's so many variables, but that, to me, that's got to be one of them. That's got, it's got to be one, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many of these guys were married or had girlfriends.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I I wouldn't agree with that. I just think, like, as far as, like, crazy, like, serial killers and murderers that be popping up, it's a, it's a freaking melting pot of, like, personalities. Right. Like, I just watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm. and in part of it, it's like a it's like a uh, like a fictional play on actual events. Uh-huh. That's a Quentin Tarantino movie, uh-huh. so it follows like these two actors that um, they're like one is like a he's like a TV actor. He plays in um, a couple different TV shows, and he's he he got into a couple movies, and then there's a stuntman the TV. The TV actor is Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. The stuntman is like basically his stuntman. His side, like, is one of his best friends is yeah. Brad Pitt. Um, and they're both like you know actors you know living a life in Hollywood and whatnot. And um, this happens in like 1969, I believe. Uh huh. So it takes place over the course of like six months in 1969. And um. They have, like, these the Manson girls in there. So, you know, like, mm. all those girls that was following Charles Manson yeah. and stuff like that. But, like, they, these are girls that, like, you know, this guy is, like, cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was a lot of girls following him. And yeah. Like you said, Ted Bundy and a lot of these other people, like, they, yeah, those him. aren't mass shooter, shootings, but, like, they are serial killers and
0: a they didn't have a problem getting yeah. females. Yeah, they didn't. That, that's a good point. But before we just, I mean, look. Two things, be, two things could be true. Yeah. Right. So if you guys see the picture of these motherfuckers, you let me know how you feel. Send me a DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these motherfuckers look like a science project gone wrong. You know yeah. when you go to science fair and they would be like hypothesis, conclusion. At the end, they just show this mass shooter's face and they'd be like, "Ugh,
3: <laughs> 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 what is that?"
0: Yeah look like you just play like they play like Fortnite and and drink mountain dew for fucking two years straight yeah yeah, i guess i don't know yeah there's a lot man mm. I, I, I had a thought about it but damn it i totally forgot <laughs> i think when you're talking and trying to listen at the same time and then keeps telling a story about something different it just yeah. fucks you up
1: I, do, I don't um what i don't want to do is what I think a lot of liberals are doing, uh-huh. and a lot of these people in the media, they're blaming Trump for other people's actions.
0: Yeah, you can't do that.
1: We can't. We can't. Not. Not at all. There's. There was people that was blaming gangster rap for murderers and like. Right. So there's already a precedence created for people. You know, these are their own people. They make their own decisions. Obviously, True. they can be influenced by whatever. But we can't go blaming everyone for everything. You can't blame a Trucker's Mind podcast for, um, I don't know, whatever we consistently talk about and can get you in trouble or something like that. Yeah. But,
0: don't blame a Trucker's Mind for pussy juice. It's already yeah, been, It's been there for years. Yeah.
1: If you're leaving pussy juice on your work seat, um, don't blame us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, there's some girls
0: standing up taking a seat
2: <laughs> am I leaving pussy residue on this <laughs> pussy residue that's comedy
0: <laughs> hey, I can see those infomercials right now are you leaving pussy residue on your seat <laughs> Trioxy clean
1: <laughs> oh man that's funny but yeah man I think that's one thing we like to do is we like to that. Everyone's always trying to find a reason. You right. know, they're always like, you know, coming up with these theories and, you know, conspiracies and all this and trying to get into the minds of these people. Right. Um, I think, honestly, that's like a waste of time. I I think that and it's a popular thing to say that, um, to blame everything on Donald Trump. That could be something like he could literally have no. Yeah. Even in the government. Even in the in the government, there could be stuff that he literally has no control over. Yeah, yet they would always blame him. Yep, you know what I mean. There are certain protocols that presidents and the government have to go through to even you know get bills passed and stuff like that. But you know, yet and still they want to. Yeah, they just want to blame the figurehead. I guess.
0: Yeah, they did this shit with Obama, man. Uh huh. You know, this we're we're culture we're culture of people that love to blame people. We don't have accountability for ourselves, so. Mm You know that's what we're you're used to doing. I'm sure somebody probably broke their sprinkler head and was like, "Fucking Obama!" Mm-hmm. We back back when we had Bush in here, we made the sprinkler head stronger. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm tired of this. Yeah, n- I'm so exactly. So sick I'm so tired of this nigger Obama. Yeah, just, get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's like
1: you know, like somebody's cell phone could not be working or whatever, and they always just want to blame
0: somebody.
2: Yeah. Right. What
0: yeah. the heck? Like dude yeah but at the end of the day And I know it may sound asinine like No we have to blame we have to blame The president for this look man at the end of the day I understand that being Being a person and being the leader Of the free world and messaging is important mm-hmm. You know but at the end of the day I think you Cannot be so impressionable That you receive Someone's message and you mutate It into something else yeah I think That's on you at the end of the day Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it's some people that could have took what, you know, Barack Obama said out of context and mutated it into something else. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, bro, it, like with this here, this, it's just, I don't know, it's so many layers to it. And I, I really, we don't really like getting into politics. Yeah, um, But God damn, man. Donald
1: Trump is also not the first racist president. Nah.
0: No. And there haven't been
1: like any sort of, there haven't been mass shootings at this rate ever before. So what do you have? What do you guys have to say about that?
0: Hmm. Mass shootings weren't a thing. Like this is still pretty new.
1: Yeah. I mean, the the capabilities of doing it was always there. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I think there's so many other like variables, too. Like we talked about, like there's so many reasons. Like I brought up the not getting pussy. And then another one <laughs> <laughs> might also be the onslaught of social media. Uh, You know, it made it made hate microwavable like it made it so convenient to be hateful on multiple platforms. Instagram, you could leave hateful comments, you know, calling LeBron niggers and shit and (laughs) Twitter. You could be.
2: (laughs) LeBron
1: posted something the other day and it was basically I think he was basically saying like, yo, like it's been a lot of talk going on in the NBA about who's the best. But like, I'm back. Um that was like my that was me paraphrasing this tweet. And then the first comment underneath LeBron's comment that I seen it said you're black.
2: <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah.
0: Oh my god. I, I bet you that shit got like 9,000 likes too. Oh my god. It's probably some fucking 13-year-old white kid. <laughs> It's hilarious. Those racist tweets don't get that much steam though. Nah, but that should be funny though. Yeah, that mug was comedy. Like, I'm not like when I see shit like that, I ain't even offended about it. I just be <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even be mad at that one. Oh my God. Yeah, but it just it just made uh social media made hate more convenient. So that I think that's one of the contributing things. It also it helped create a subculture of mentally ill people who probably have this ideology. That they all can buy into, mm-hmm. so they go into these weird chat rooms of a bunch of motherfuckers not getting pussy, <laughs> 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 and they're like, you know what? I want to do. <laughs> I'm tired of this, and it's easy to become a part of hate. It doesn't take any, you know, it, it takes no effort to be a nobody and a hateful person. Yeah, but it takes effort to be a a, con- a contributing person in society. So. It's easy to hate Mexicans. It's easy to hate Muslims. It's easy to hate brown people. It's easy to hate the world. Mm-hmm. You know. But it's, in, in order for you to be a loving, openly caring person, you actually have to put effort into that. And some yeah. of these people have given up on themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot easier for them to become a part of these subcultures that inflict pain. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I don't, I'm not encouraging suicide at all. I'm not doing that. All I'm saying is if a person knows that they want to inflict bodily harm on strangers, just go shoot yourself, motherfucker. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Just shoot yourself. Okay? And I'm not trying to, you know, like I said, I'm not encouraging suicide. But I have a, um, a fucking baby got killed, man. Yeah. Like, dude, you would have been better off taking care of yourself.
1: Yeah. I have this um, idea. It's more of like an Andrew Schultz uh, uh-huh. level of comedy. Yeah. Um but it's like but essentially you would you would offer like mass shootings on a select um number of people Mm -hmm. to where like you can sign up or you can pay to do something or like they would select like the craziest people that were probably like like it would be based on like Google searches and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like what kind of guns and stuff they already own, and how crazy they are, and you know the kind of hate speech that they're spewing on the internet. Yeah, and then what it would offer them like mass shootings of like a group of people, like maybe this this is going to sound crazy because it's not in the context of a joke, but like people with STDs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> like if we killed all the people with STDs, and all the rest of us would be good.
0: <laughs> oh dang! Oh man, Usher gonna be in there. Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh oh That's comedy. Oh no! Nah. Nah, here goes a better one. All the crazy people that want to do a mass shooting, <laughs> they should sign up to do a mass shooting, and then we show up and shoot them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right,
0: be
1: They'd
2: be, be like where's all the people at <laughs> They'd
1: be in there cocking guns I'm going in there to Kill these niggers right now <laughs> They just <laughs> they start getting
0: blasted I'll be dead Oh man There'd be one dude in there with a gun Like where are you motherfuckers
1: at <laughs> Oh my god! Nah i would be
0: hey <laughs> He'd be like where are you niggers at And then all of a sudden it'd be a crip Like hey put your Put your motherfucking gun down cuz Put your gun down. I'm sir, I'm sorry. It's not what you think.
1: It'd be a straight firing squad.
0: I, I bet you if you pull a gun on a mass, a dude that's about to do a mass shooting, he'll turn it nice, fast as a motherfucker. <laughs> Look, it's not what you think. I was just mad. I wasn't I mean that they're on the
1: offensive end. So yeah. like it's easy for them to go in there and shoot, you know, whoever. Yeah. And even like easy for them to commit suicide at the end if they think they're you know whatever they done Look,
0: is crazy. That's a waste of a suicide, man. Just do that. <clears throat> do that first. Bro. Do the, the <laughs> ain't nothing after that. <laughs> you said do that first. <laughs> ain't no second, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it, this, these people. Are, I think that it's so fucked up. It's we're not laughing at the 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 event, yeah. but it's like you either laugh or you gonna cry. That's real. You know because this yeah. shit is fucked up, and it, and what's crazy is me coming up. I'm I'm only 34 years old, so I'm not really that old. Yeah. But I grew up without mass shootings. The first shooting that I remember being a mass shooting was in Columbine, Colorado, and I was in the 8th grade and we were like, "Oh my god, somebody shot at the school and the world was shocked." Yeah. The world was fucking shocked. And these things were not common occurrences. Um and then as time progressed, you know, you start seeing I've
1: seen a stat today I believe it said there was more mass shootings than there are days in 2019. What? I don't know if it was true. I just that's, read the headline.
0: That's. I think that's inaccurate. But. That's just what it said. <clears throat> I think I think they're probably taking it like we're on track to have more mass shootings than...
1: No, it, it had the number of days and then a number of days in this year so far. It's only... I
0: mean, oh, number of days in this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's 365 days in a year. So I know they're not talking about the whole year. Yeah, it's it was up to like, date.
1: I don't know how many days there, there have been so far, but...
0: 259 or something?
1: Yeah. And then there was like however many more uh, mass mass shootings. But I, I, had a, I couldn't find it because I was... Like, sometimes when you read in articles, they don't get to the juice exactly. like, early in the Yeah, they try to, article, it want you to stay. They're stretching it out. Yeah. Um, so that, I didn't finish foreplay, reading it.
0: yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, the first paragraph is, like, an introduction, and I'd be like, yeah. come on, bro, where's it? The... And, and they kind of, like, filibuster you in, and you read, yeah. and then at the end, you're like, that's it?
1: Yeah. You know? But, but I was really looking for the definition of a mass shooting. Right. Like, what is considered a mass shooting, Um but, I mean, in the past, what Gilroy was like last week. Yeah, yeah. That's, and then, you know, we've had two so far, so.
0: We need to start setting these motherfuckers up. Uh-huh. Like, we need to create these hate groups on purpose and start getting these mass shooters and setting them up. Mm-hmm. So when they come in and they come into Walmart, they would be like, hi, my name is Chris Hansen, Take a seat.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's comedy. <laughs> you
2: got
1: to use <laughs> We can we can have a killer bit. <laughs> like, yeah. well, that's probably I shouldn't say. No, no, <laughs> we have a really good bit. Like if we just like morph this whole content. Yeah. into... that'd be dope though. But um, that's comedy.
0: <laughs> 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 Take a seat. Oh man. Oh dang. But I think that would be in the context of a joke. That'd be hilarious material. Yeah. Like. The mass shooters start setting the mass shooters up to when they show up to the scene, we just shoot (laughs) them. So, you get enough mass shooters getting shot, they're going to start giving up. Yeah. Because they can't. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if we foiled every mass shooting? Mm -hmm. If we start, we see a motherfucker in a parking lot with a gun and we're like, oh, there he is.
1: Pow! Get him. I I mean, like, dude, there's so much artificial intelligence out there. I think that something like that is possible. Definitely. Because it's always. We always revert back to look at their search histories, mm-hmm. look at what they've been posting on social media. And at the time, like, no one deems it as a red flag. And then all of a sudden, when they die, they're like, oh, I can understand why he would shoot everybody because yeah. he was like putting Trump in freaking guns, like nah. spelling out Trump with guns and, you know, saying he hate Mexicans. And like, yeah. I hate Mexicans, but I love Mexican pussy. And uh, <laughs> he, didn't say, he didn't say that.
0: <laughs> first of all, let's cl- Hold on. First of all, this guy, no. He just hated Mexicans, bro. This guy was a loser. Yeah. And first of all, if he had ever gotten Mexican pussy, he would not be doing a mass shooting. That's some good stuff.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, Keith is over here having an aneurysm.
1: It's funny because it's just a his history, you
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And then you whispered it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Was funny, yeah. Funny stuff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> man. It's it's a crazy world, and you either gonna laugh or cry about it. I think that yeah. I think that me and Keith, we are serious about it and we you know we we put things in context. Yeah. In no way, shape, or form are we joking about something like this. Lives were lost. Things are happening. Um the unfortunate thing ultimately is that I think as these shootings are happening, we're becoming more and more desensitized. As much as we don't want to admit it, yeah. you know, we see it so much that it's just like hmm it's just like yeah going to Starbucks for a drink. You know, it's starting to become, it's becoming a part of American culture to have mass shootings. The only thing you, the only, the only time you're going to really, 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 really take it serious is if you get involved in one.
1: That's what I was going to say next. Mm -hmm. I was like, the only time, like my feelings only change when I was like, oh, this is El Paso. Like I know people that live in El Paso. I went to school
0: 30 minutes away from El Paso. It's near Las Cruces.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was like, dang, this is wild. Like literally one of my friends could have been. Inside of at Walmart, yeah. Um, whenever that dude walked in there, so
0: yeah, it was a fucking lunatic. Yeah. There was one guy, I think he was a cow. Don't quote me on this. It was years ago, but he had a YouTube channel about how much you know how much women were not giving him attention, and the dude had a nice car. He had like a BMW. It was a little older one, but it was really clean. Yeah, and he was just like really awkward, you know, type of dude, and he was talking about he's like everybody's gonna find out about you know. Everybody's going to feel the pain. They're going to feel the wrath. They're going to feel this and that. Mm-hmm. And he only had like two subscribers mm-hmm. or some shit. Yeah. And he was posting these videos all the time.
1: It was like him, himself and then like his other channel. Yeah. I'm, what? I was saying he probably had like two YouTube channels and then like he subscribed to the other one. Oh. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking loser.
0: <laughs> Nobody even wants to watch your psycho ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then the guy went nuts and I don't think he I think I don't think anyone died from that. I could be wrong, but I think he did he did hurt some people and shoot some people. Mm-hmm. Um but then he ended up uh committing suicide. Yeah. And it's just like I think that th- this this ultimately is um re-di- redistributing pain that you feel within yourself. So yeah. they all that's all these these fucking dudes are doing. I think
1: they that, that in this guy's case um, relationships are all about communication. Right. So before, you know, I don't know if he bought the nice car because he thought it would get him girls or probably. I don't know about that, but I think he would he would just realize that it, it, it's just about a, a charisma and, you know, the way you talk to people. Exactly. Because like, like I said before, looks are only half the battle.
0: Definitely. Like there's
1: a lot of dudes that um, women wouldn't, they probably wouldn't, be seen with in public. But behind closed doors, he, you know, hitting him from the back every every Wednesday. That's me. Because Wednesday is hump day. Yep. And uh, (laughs) that's me. (laughs) But yeah, um, yeah, I I just, you know, for people in those cases or whomever out there, I just hope they would know that it's just communication and, you know, your looks are, you know, whatever. Not everyone can look like Brad Pitt, you know what I mean? But there's also... A lot of guys that are less attractive than brad pitt that are also getting women pregnant out here so
0: definitely but i'm sure brad pitt has to work a lot less you know he's probably just like what's up and like oh my god the way he said what's up to me oh yeah. my god yeah I'm, that, yeah <laughs> that wasn't my point
1: though <laughs> i was just saying that you know you can still i mean if you're looking like i don't know somebody out here that's not attractive you could still get a girl
0: yeah if you're out here looking like a hamster good luck i don't know what's <laughs> Hamsters beginning in yeah. Hamsters
1: beginning yeah.
0: Hamsters beginning some of that hamster (laughs) pussy. (laughs) Hamsters beginning some of that ham. Oh man, yeah. In in the grand scheme of things, man. Uh, this is fucked up, and I and at the end of the day, we can say as many prayers as we can. You know, I I believe in the power of prayer, but I don't think prayer fixes everyone. And you could pray for you could pray for these psycho motherfuckers, but. It ain't gonna do you no good. Cause these dudes, you can pray for them. That's not gonna stop them from shooting you in the head. These motherfuckers are, they've lost it. Yeah. You I know?
1: Was, I was telling you earlier, I was just saying, I don't know what place is safe anymore. Yeah, right. After some, after there was a <clears throat> mass shooting in a church, I was like, Yeah, I don't even know. There's I, don't no know where to, I don't know.
0: I don't know. All the places <clears throat> that have like this, all the places that are escape. See, a church is an escape for a lot of people. They go to church, they hear the word of God, they yeah. relax. I was you, in there today. Yeah, then you got a uh, uh, movie theater. That's an escape. You get to yeah, be for, for an hour to two hours, you could relax, watch something, and get you watch know get that lost, man. Yeah, get lost into a world that's not reality. And then a motherfucker comes and shoots you in both of these places. This is what this is just my assumption. I think that. Even though this is not an open carry state, I think that we will have the highest increase of people carrying concealed weapons ever. I think it's going to go up like 60%. That's just my opinion. I think there's going to be people that have guns and you're not going to know they have them. They're going to have them, you know, in their fucking, they're going to have uh, like, uh, uh, what are those, cargo pants? Mm-hmm. They're going to have a Glock in that motherfucker waiting. Because mm-hmm. people were trying to protect their families. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them. You know what I'm saying? And I've went, and me and Keith are not anti gun at all. Um, I'm not pro gun, anti gun. I just feel like if you want to protect yourself, that's your right. And I think you should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, with me, I need to get a gun just because, not because I'm scared, but just so I know how to properly use it and shoot around. Because for 34 years, I never felt the need to have one. But I think it would be, it would just be something to make you a little more well rounded knowing how to shoot. Mm-hmm. Just like if you pick up martial arts and you, learn how to throw a kick and a punch. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's beneficial, but I think that if you're a single woman out there too, with kids and stuff, uh, I mean, well obviously you have kids. If you're a single mother or mm-hmm. just a single girl or whatever, you should learn how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Because you last thing you need is some psycho that won't leave you alone and he tries to overpower you, you could put a bullet in him and send him on his way. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. um learning how to do this and learning how to protect your family Mm -hmm. uh i don't have a problem with that at all yeah that's real i
1: agree yeah
0: man i think it's safe to say we can move on from this Mm -hmm. all right switching gears i want to send a huge shout out to braxton huggins um uh go ahead and dive in a little more on this man
2: yeah
1: so braxton um I actually went to school with Braxton at New Mexico state and, uh, he's also from Bakersfield, but, um, he just graduated last this past May. And, um, he's been kind of going through it a little bit, like, you know, just trying to figure out, I think a lot of us kind of have the same struggle when we're trying to transition from, you know, different levels. Like, um, for us, you know, we're in a space now where we're like, oh, we have 70 episodes. Right. Like, what's next? Or how <laughs> do we continue to grow? Should we start, you know, getting advertisements? Should we start, you know, trying to look for, uh, you know, the videos and, you know, right. different uh, actual podcasting spaces? So, right. Like, all of these things is on the table for us, but this is, this happens in every sort of field. Right. You know what I mean? So, finishing his college career, he was doing a bunch of different things. He played in a couple of tournaments. He played in the drew league and stuff, and he was just trying to figure things out. And, um, eventually he got with a new agent and only maybe a day or so later, he signed a contract to play uh professional basketball in the Netherlands. So, and it's one of the, you know, the bigger leagues out there in, um, in Europe, <clears throat> a lot of people actually end up in the NBA playing in those, you know, those European leagues. So, You know, it was just just cool to see, you know, a guy like him who's essentially came from, you know, poverty-stricken areas, grew up in the toughest part of Bakersfield as far as, like, homicide rates and stuff like that. Definitely. And, you know, I was just happy for him to, above anything, be able to make money, you know what I mean? Like, you go basically, like, 22, 23 years um, of your life still in poverty you know what i mean you have a college scholarship but um you're not really making any money so it was just dope right. for me to see him like you know be able to support himself yes for his family you yes. know what i
0: mean and you know build for the future so that was that's just dope. dope that's <laughs> awesome and and the huggins family um big basketball family i went to school with some of the brothers there so shout out to them also mm-hmm. um uh much success to you in the future man yep And that's that's what I got to say about that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm trying to go to the Netherlands, too. Netherlands. Yeah. Oh, that's where he's going. Yeah. And there's going to be so many hot women out there. Yeah. Oh, my God. And this guy's only like, what, 23? Yeah, I think so. Like 23 years old. You're playing basketball, getting paid for it Mm -hmm. professionally. Yeah, there's going to be so many. And what language do they speak out there? uh Dutch I think Dutch I say basketball I like I'll be like, I don't know what you say, but sign this n d a that's funny, all right, switching gears, sugar addiction we are a culture of people addicted to sugar, and we don't even realize it. I was looking at some stats and and it said that. Children under 12 years old eat up to 49 pounds of sugar a year. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I seen it, what fucked me up is like when I was a kid, we had basic cereals, you know, honey Cheerios and mm-hmm. Frosted Flakes and shit like that. But they've stepped the sugar game up so much on these cereals. Now they got Sour Patch Kids cereal. I seen that. Dude, what are you doing? They have honey bun cereal. Mm. honey buns don't belong in a bowl of cereal what the fuck (laughs) they are giving these kids so much sugar and chemicals that by the time they turn 25 they're gonna be fucking turning green (laughs) like this shit ain't good man yeah it's way too much sugar there's sugar in everything there's some sugar in things that there shouldn't even be sugar in Uh i think that the average adult should not have over 30 grams of sugar a day minimum i mean maximum excuse me Uh uh-huh And I've been watching my sugar. I've been making sure it's in the 20s or in uh, 30 grams max because Mm -hmm. you eating. If some people eat over 100 grams of sugar a day, dude. You basically are like a walking Kool-Aid man at that point.
1: <laughs>
0: you walk around this motherfucker like, oh yeah. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Oh yeah. <laughs> that's how I know that's how I know you really the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> you can't even respond with a normal like response like, Hey, how you doing? You just like, everything's great. <laughs> Got some sugar in my tank. <laughs> nah, man. Um, not only do children under 12 eat 49 pounds of sugar a year but the average american consumes almost 152 pounds of sugar in one year this is equal to three pounds or six cups of sugar consumed in one week that's crazy bruh! stop it Mm -hmm. stop it dude like we are like we are turning into like the Barry bonds of diabetes. <laughs> we are knocking motherfucking diabetes baseballs out the goddamn stadium because you want to eat a whole apple pie. You want to Here's the thing. People don't realize it. They think that they're doing a, having a harmless treat. Do yourself a favor cuz I don't want to do the research right now. If you go to Starbucks and you get one of those creamy sugary drinks every day, Go online and see how much sugar is in it, and I can guarantee you there's about seventy one grams of sugar in one drink. What's the
1: um downfall of eating so much sugar
0: uh the downfall of eating so much sugar um it's been directly connected to like hypertension and high blood pressure and mm-hmm. all of these really bad things yeah um, it's horrible for you. it can make you really ill, very sick mm-hmm. um. It's just not and, and sodium is no better. Mm-hmm. I think that they're they're a deadly combination. When you eat a eat a diet high in sodium and sugar, then you are literally asking, like you're turning yourself into a science project. The body was not meant to consume that much sugar and sodium. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why when people say, Oh, you know, are eyes like, oh man, you're dropping weight, you working out, they'd be like, No, nah, I just stopped drinking soda. And you'll be like, Really? That's all you did? It'd be like, Yeah, I just stopped drinking soda. And that is how bad soda is for you. Mm -hmm. One Pepsi has like 62 grams of sugar. Mm -hmm. That is literally over two days worth of sugar for me. So you have in one can what I have in two days total. Think about that. That is nuts. Mm -hmm. And whenever I have a high sugar day, like I feel weird. Like I feel weird. Like one day I had like. Uh, some cookies and I had like two honey buns and I had like something else. And I was just feeling like weird. Like I couldn't really explain it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just don't feel right. And people eat like that every day, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not. And the shit we're eating is not even real sugar. It's not cane sugar. Yeah. It's that gran. I think it's like that granulated shit or whatever it is. And high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. That shit's horrible, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have much to say, but I, I agree. Yeah, I think uh, I mm-hmm. consume a lot of sugar myself, so I'm just <laughs> chill. <laughs> One thing that does bother me, though, is that my niece eats a lot of, I think she is, like, definitely, like, a victim of that. Yeah, She's addiction. three years old, but she, like, she could wake up asking for ice cream or oh, man. You know, any sort of candy. I'm like, yo, y'all got to stop giving this little girl candy that often. Like, me, I'm grown. Like, I, you know, if I get diabetes or whatever, um, you know, I lived a cool life so far. I got 70 podcasts. But, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but she young. Uh, <laughs> oh, dang. It'd <laughs> uh, be funny. You see the tombstone. It's like uh, had 71 episodes <laughs> of Chuckers Mind podcast. <laughs> Complications <laughs> of diabetes. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Some, and I be saying like the stuff that, and, and this is no, everyone has a pretty bad diet. just in general in America. Yeah, but you'll see, is, like, it kind of turns me off when I see like women just eating ridiculous stuff, They're eating burritos with uh, nacho cheese and Wait, why and, are women? Huh? Why you say women? Let me explain. Oh, Americans in general have a bad diet, but if I'm like talking to a, a woman or whatever, <clears throat> and I see that she just has like she's reckless, like she doesn't care about her body at all. I like women who consider them their body at least work out and try to eat a okay diet. You ain't got to eat perfect. We all don't eat perfect. Mm-hmm. But if you're eating burritos with nacho cheese and motherfucking uh, uh, fried chicken and 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 hot Cheetos in a burrito, I'm just like that's just sounds disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then you're drinking it with a Slurpee, and it's like damn, like all that sugar, like come on, man, you don't care about yourself, like we're. We're in our 30s, which is different. Like, I'm in my 30s. So if I see a chick that's eating like that in her 30s, then she just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. That's too much. All that sugar, man. Mm-hmm. You imagine, man, that man, pff, it pussy Polly. <laughs> you, you imagine, imagine man, bad, <laughs> That pussy Polly, sweet as a motherfucker. You be eating it like, damn, is this a nectar? <laughs> You being a pussy, pussy like Saturday. is this a ma- is this a mango? <laughs> you need to get a checkup. <laughs> oh man, pussy yeah. tastes like applesauce. Hey, I've heard I've heard that though. I've heard that when women eat like a lot of fruit and you go down on them, that it tastes like it has like a taste to it.
1: Well, any sort of um, like anything that they're eating like, that 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 they consume a lot of. Yeah, so, that is so, true. Down there,
0: that's true. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember one day I was going down on this Mexican girl and I was like, "Oh, is that hot Cheetos?" Ah. No, that, <laughs> <Is> that salsa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh dang!
0: Oh, bad. Oh, <laughs> All right, folks, look, look here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, amateur comedian. Okay? <laughs> like, don't take this literally. I did not. Truly go down on a girl and taste hot Cheetos. (laughs) I know you wish that was the truth, but it wasn't. That's funny. (laughs) Look, ultimately, just please take better care of yourself. Yeah. Um, The amount of sugar that we're eating is just ridiculous, especially I'm worried about the kids. Yeah. Because this is what I want you parents to do. If you go to the gym, and depending on how good of shape you are, some of you might not be able to do it. Pick up a 50-pound weight. If you can't pick it up, just imagine your child eating that much sugar. Just to give you some perspective. Mm -hmm. They're picking up a 50-pound weight. And it's going in them, except all sugar. If somebody was trying to pour 50 pounds of sugar in your child's mouth, you'd be like, Stop, leave my child alone. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to pour sugar in his mouth. Yeah. You know, but you don't have any problem putting all those Pop Tarts and you know donuts and candy and motherfucking Mm -hmm. starbucks and your kid Mm -hmm. and it also fucks with your brain there you can form a real sugar addiction and reliance because it triggers dopamine like cocaine Mm -hmm. they said that sugar is the most addictive drug in the world yeah switching gears crazy yeah i know right Did you know that a woman reaches her sexual peak at the age of thirty-five years old? So there's a lot of women in their mid-thirties that are listening to this podcast. They're like, "Oh my god!" Or just, "Oh, just, just somebody slap me," you know? (laughs) 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 Oh man, I'm not into that, dude. I'd be too scared. Yeah. If I slap, if a chick asks me to slap her during sex, then I'm I'm just gonna end up going to jail.
1: I knew this girl. She was like. I think she would consider herself a feminist uh-huh. and, like, liberal and whatnot. And um, she liked that. Like, she liked to be punched and choked and stuff. Wow. And I was
0: like, that. Did you put on boxing gloves?
1: No, I didn't have sex with her. Oh,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, she was, she was really into that. And that's just, like, you know, one of those contradictions that, you know, tend to, tend to go on in wow.
0: women. Wow. Wow. I wonder if she's one of those extreme left, like, liberal women, you'll be, like, having sex with her. She'll be like, that's right. Black Lives Matter. That's (laughs) right. Black Hawks Matter. Black (laughs)
1: Hawks Matter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dang. That'll be crazy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's funny, man. That's you, a- you you'd be hitting it from the back. She'd be like, he, "No, no she's like, no." You would be hitting it. She'd be like, "No, we don't build walls. We break them down.
2: <laughs>
1: break my walls down. <laughs> break my walls." Down.
0: <laughs> oh man, oh, that's man. Crazy. That you, crazy. A lot of these. You know what's crazy is that you see like these extreme left wing women at like these rallies and stuff, and you see yeah. some dudes that are there. <clears throat> And uh, the comedian Andrew Scholes made some. He made a great point, and it was kind of something to think about. He said, "Do you think any of those women want to fuck those guys that are at those feminist rallies? They don't want to fuck those guys. Exactly. He said they're fucking the same guys they complain about. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's Very true. <laughs> hey, no, you know what? Here's the thing, though. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know how it feels to be a woman, right? Just like people don't know how it feels to be a black man. But I just mm-hmm. think that there's certain scenarios. I do.
1: Huh."
0: I know.
1: Well, <laughs> what? I know how it feels to be a
0: black. man Well, I'm talking about some people <laughs> yeah, don't know. I know. know. <laughs> fucking me up, man. <laughs> Let me finish the goddamn story. <laughs> All right. So yesterday, I'm going to um, a GameStop to get Madden, which yeah. is a, first off, is an amazing, just yeah. great game. Um, I go in there, I get the game, and I come out the store, and I'm getting in my car, and I see this woman talking to another. they're having a conversation Mm -hmm. and the one that was in the car said hey so they got any deals in that electronic store and i was like nah they really no deals i'm just you know got maddened and she's like oh so ain't no deals huh like she was trying to like flirt with me and then the girl that was the woman that was with her was just staring at me right so now i'm in this awkward position and then she said oh so what do you oh so what you getting into later? Is anything going? Anything going on in the town? Like basically insinuating like that she almost wanted to hang out, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, not much going on. I'm about to just go home and play this Madden, you know. <laughs> and then I got in my car and I drove off. <laughs> but that is not even five percent of what it must feel like to be oh, a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that we don't have any idea how it feels to be a woman because women are put in that position a million times. Right.
1: so. Oh, I'll let you finish. Yeah, I got excited though. (laughs) No, no,
0: a million times where there'll be guys whistling at a girl like, "Hey, girl, hey, where you going tonight? Hey, what you doing?" Because some men just act like animals. They don't know how to fucking conduct themselves. You don't have to whistle and try to talk to women like that. Because if you, (laughs) if a woman allows that, she probably got an STD. You (laughs) know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another way you know how it feels. Hold your thought. I don't want you to forget it, man. I'm holding it. All right. Um. Another one is when you get hit on by a gay guy. <laughs> there was a dude that I knew in college, and, you know, I always felt that he probably may have been, uh, possibly have been gay, but I didn't really care. He was a cool person. And yeah. I, I ran into him at Walmart because he was working there, and I was like, hey, man, what's up, dog? You know, And, and now he's completely out in the open, gay, but that does not mm-hmm. fucking matter to me. I know this guy. He's a great guy. So we're talking and gay whatever. Gay
1: called like- call uh, Walmart, Buzzy Down My Walmart what? <laughs> I said, gay dudes call Walmart. Bust down my Walmart. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Like I was saying, uh, <laughs> we have a conversation or whatnot, and then like probably about a few mm. weeks later, I get an inbox from this guy on Instagram, and he says, like, I just want to let you know I always thought you were really handsome. And then mm. I was just like, I left it there, and I was like, this ain't from him, you know? Like I'm sleepy. Let me go to sleep on this and then I'll wake up tomorrow and find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I wake up and I look at him like, this nigga really told me I was handsome. <laughs> so-,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I address him. I was like, hey man, I was like, no disrespect, but look, man, I I just I this is I'm not the guy for that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And he is like, and then he kind of like tried to guilt trip me like uh well, God forbid I came out to you or whatever, like that. I was just had to let you know how I felt. I couldn't hold it in, this and that. And I'm thinking, like, look, man, like, there's a time and place. It's just not with me. Yeah. You know? And I respected him. But then I also understood from at that moment that if a, a, an aggressive gay guy that's hitting on you, think about how many aggressive men that hit on women. Like, yeah. That. Think about it. Mm-hmm. So that's just some perspective. Yeah you were sitting on something, man go ahead, yeah, I don't want to sit on nothing, but uh no
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a guy, so there's a guy that my my little brother works with, and um he's uh I don't know what he does well, like his obviously his job is working with, uh, working with my brother they work at a call center, and then outside of that i think I don't know what he does outside of that, but you know he's a guy in a community, I think he's starting um. He recently started a clothing line, and he's been pushing his shirts out, and my brother had a couple of them and um he showed me them and they they you know it's a cool little simple shirt, yeah, and um, I don't know what happened or how it happened I guess my sister my little sister like messaged him on Instagram yeah. or something and asked like, hey, do you have any more of those shirts and then um i think uh I think he said, yeah, or something like that and then she was like cool like i will I want to purchase like one of the shirts." And then like the conversation kind of like started shifting after that. Yeah. And he was like he was like, Yeah, I got some. He was like, Cool, like I, I could drop it off to you. And he was like, Yeah, if you even take a little like a little pretty picture, I'll post you on uh like on my Instagram page or something like that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, What? This nigga sound wild. Yeah. yeah but the, yeah. the thing is like we <laughs> me and my brother know this person. Like we yeah, we, we've known him for I've known him since I was in junior college. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know, like two thousand thirteen or something. Okay. Like that. And, uh, my brother known him like only probably recently because he, well, he, he's, my brother's known him for a while also because he's cousins with, uh, one of my, with one of his, one of his best friends. Okay. Do I know him? No. I, oh. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think you would know him. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that, like after that he was like, you know, take a little pretty picture I posted on Instagram and whatnot. And then she was like, uh, okay. She was like, when can I get the, sh-? basically asking when can she get the shirt? He was yeah. like, well, um. I think, no, I think he started like forcing issues. Like, well, I'll bring it to you tonight. <laughs> like, where, where are you at? And then yeah. she was like, well, I'm getting my hair braided right now. I'm at my friend's house. And he was like, all right, cool. Let me know when you get home. And then um, like the conversation started going from there. And then she was like, uh, she's like, don't you know, like my brother? Don't you work with my brother? And then he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me and him work together. He was like, dang, that's crazy. Like, you Keith's brother. That's crazy. And then, like, mm-hmm. you could tell it kind of reverted the energy back to trying to holler at her. Wow. But it was just really weird. Like, so kind of to go with what you're saying, like, there's a bunch of dudes out here that's, that just be prowling Yeah, on they him.
0: don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. I
1: was like, bro, you got a whole baby mama. Like, you just need to worry about yourself. Oh, no, my God. Don't talk to my sister.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> don't, don't do that. I think that more than anything... um I don't know why I brought this whole scenario up, but mm-hmm. yeah. You, you see the shit that women go through all the time. Like sometimes I hear women say stuff like, oh my God, these guys are getting on my nerves. They just keep trying to talk to me and this and that. And I'm just like, girl, shut your ass up. Nobody <laughs> trying to hear you, you <laughs> complain about that. Yeah. But then like when you take a step back, like this shit really be going on. That's and, true. And it's like low key harassment. For sure. You know, like, so yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to the initial uh, uh, topic about women being in their sexual prime at thirty-five years old. I don't know why it's thirty-five years old. It's kind of different. It's, it's, I would assume like twenty-six, mm-hmm. maybe twenty-five. Mm-hmm. But it would be women like thirty-five that really and it's some it's some. The only problem with that is is a lot of times women get over the hill in their mid-thirties. I don't know why like their body type. Not so much their body, just like. I don't know this Start life Looking like mashed potatoes Like <laughs> <laughs> Dude that's gotta be some. Like if you say that Then you know that they're shot Like <laughs> hey so what her body look like bro <laughs> <laughs> Mashed potatoes
1: As yeah. long as you got some gravy I'm cool nigga give me her number
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh man
0: yeah, now that I, I see, there's some women that I went to school with, man, and we're well. Obviously, I'm almost in my mid 30s, but mm-hmm. I see them, and I'm just like, damn, she's still fine. Yeah. And this chick had a there's a, a chick I'm not gonna say her name, but uh, she had a huge crush on me in high school, and she was already pretty. Mm-hmm. But I saw almost like I was kind of a square, like I didn't really know what to say, and and then people would be like, man, she like you, bro? Do she like you? You need to talk to her, bro. And she was super pretty too. Yeah, and she used to always be like, like you know, walking with me to class and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then now she's married, and she is super attractive. Could have been your girl, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. I could have been. Man, I could have been up in that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if she ever gets divorced, then you know I'm gonna shoot my shot for sure. Yeah, you got to man. Yeah, I got to now, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, these girls got high sex drives. A lot of dudes want women that are like 23. Like, if you're if you're like my age, honestly, and you want a chick that's like 18 or 19, then I'm kind of like, what's wrong with you, dude? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to shame you because that's still legal, but God damn, like, I can't relate to an 18, 19-year-old woman, man. Mm-hmm. Girl, because it's mm-hmm. not a woman. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a chick that's my age, their sex drive, their sex skills are a lot better, too. They got years in the game. You know, they most of them went through their whole phase, so they got a lot of practice uh, doing what they do. And ten thousand uh, hours in, yeah, they got their ten thousand hours a dick. So then now, <laughs> now by the time you show up, you are getting all the skills. <laughs> yeah, I have met a couple up uh, back in, in in my day. I met a couple professional uh, professional sex addicts, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they're in thirties. Crazy. Yeah, you wouldn't think that someone that of that age would have a like a crazy sex drive. It'll be like it'll be like a regular woman, like a woman that's like, you know, she's a teacher. Yeah. Or she's like, you know, like a soccer mom, you know, yeah. recently divorced. Just seems like a really nice person. But then when y'all like together, they'd be like, give me that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll be like, ah <laughs> You can have it, you can have it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's
1: crazy, man.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: that. I guess for any guys out there looking to have some sort of like friend with benefits or right, you know, some right. sort of um, relations, right? you know, strive for that 35-year-old, right? know, 35, 36, 34, See, right You go.
0: You go older, too. There's chicks that are in their 40s that are still pretty sexy, too.
1: I'm just talking about the sex drive aspect of it.
0: They'd be yeah. having sex drives yeah. in their 40s. This is the peak, though. You the 35 at, is the peak.
1: You got to get them at the peak. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Get him at that peak.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. All right.
0: Well, <clears throat> we're gonna leave this alone that's about sex drive. Yeah, we're gonna leave this alone. But all I'm saying is, is that you, young ladies, any any of you listening that are like 25, 26, or whatever, okay? Chances are, you know, you ain't got it. Like you know, Margaret, that's 35. <laughs> I have a I have one, one of my boys has like, like
1: almost he's almost built a brand around like, <laughs> around like uh getting these, uh, getting at these, these parents, like, wow, all these, like, 35, like, that range, yeah. 35, late, yep. late 30s range, yeah, but he's, he's my age, he's only 27, so, yeah, oh, shout out to you.
0: There's nothing wrong with that, dude, yeah. these women, <clears> the <throat> women are, women have so many shades of sexy, man, mm-hmm. so many, 40s, I see some women in their 40s that are great, mm-hmm. women in their mid-30s, women that are from 30 all the way to 40, mid-40s, you know, that are all still really intact. I've become less attracted to women in their twenties. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm attracted to a woman in her twenties, she's usually around twenty-eight. Because yeah. I can't fuck with a chick that's twenty-five. You don't have anything like you, the women are becoming less and less mature at younger ages. Uh-huh. Like there was a time back in the fifties or something when a woman was twenty-five, she was already holding down a whole household. Like that is not the same. And men, the same thing. Men are st- are really stupid. I think yeah. that a, a, <clears throat> I think that you are a man in training, probably all the way up to your thirty years old. Because I could say that I wasn't like a man, man, and had a man's brain until I was like 28, 29, probably closer to 30. Yeah. That's just me, honestly, being honest. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's one of those things. I'm growing up now. I have a podcast. All right. Um, <laughs> Any 35-year-olds, you know what I'm saying? Holler at your boy. Yeah. If you're 35, you know what I'm saying? You want some of this uh, podcast, you know what I mean? It's different. <laughs>
2: Over this podcast, <laughs>
0: you know, what's funny about the podcast is, um, I'm seeing people in public and they're not even addressing me by my name. Yeah. They're like, Hey, what's up, podcast? What's up? Man? <laughs> I'm like, my name is not podcast, motherfucker. It's, it's Eddie. Brand, dude. Like, hey, hey, podcast, hey, my podcast, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm like, Hey, what's up, man. That's funny, and we don't
1: even have the video content. Nah, once we don't have any video, video content. What's the video content? Like a lot of people, uh, they follow us on Instagram and stuff, right? Right. Because like you, your name is a trucker's exactly, mind podcast. exactly. But um, it's going to start to get weird. Like I right. DJ and Chris all the time. They'd be like, "It hasn't happened to me, really." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, but more so, them they'd be like, "Yo, man, I was just at the mall." and you know some girl came up and like say it, like oh are you guys the guys that make movies or they'll be at Taco Bell and be like hey you guys are on YouTube right and then people be really flustered right I'm like DJ and Chris
0: them regular niggas <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I call him right now
0: <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be weird to you, you start seeing you on there you gonna start getting weird inboxes like Keith yeah. I love your podcast and like when I watch the videos I just play with myself <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh, my God. You know what's funny? Like, what I hear the most, like, in reference to Keith, I've heard this, like, many, 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 many times. It's weird. Like, for some people, people that listen to the podcast, they'll be like, oh, my God, I just love Keith's laugh. It's just, yeah. it's so funny. And I'm just like, I've known Keith for so long that I don't even notice how you know yeah you know how significant the laugh is but i mean yeah whatever keep you it. also
1: like when you when you're laughing you don't really
0: like you don't know i feel
1: like i got like five different laughs
0: yeah i think we all do yeah we all come equipped with different like when laughs. i was
1: crying earlier like i was like dry heaving yeah um, but yeah some of it be like a laugh where it's funny but it's not like um i'm actively laughing you know yeah. what I mean? You know how you can like <laughs> blink on purpose or you can blink invol blink involuntary. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. like if I want to acknowledge something that's funny, I'll be like, ha, that's funny. But yeah. like sometimes it's like it's just an emotional
0: thing where it's just like Yeah, that laugh you had sounded like you about to have anxiety, man. <laughs> you anxiety. sound like you had a fucking like you about to take some some <laughs> some <laughs> medication or something, <laughs> man. You sound like that's you were taking some Percocet <laughs> Molly Perka said, Tracy, check. Perka (laughs) laughed. Molly Perka Perka, laughed. All right, (laughs) man. Switching gears. Uh, Hashtag black bread. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keith had enlightened me about this hashtag that's been going around. And black bread apparently means white women getting pregnant by black men and promoting it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why this is like a thing and why it's even it's it's not like endearing it's not like it's something I should be like oh this is great like this mm-hmm. is disturbing
1: oh yeah for sure it's shout definitely out, disturbing yeah shout out to my boy Larry Jackson he sent me the uh the thing he just sent, he literally sent me the tweet mm-hmm. in my inbox and then I just responded podcast topic yeah <laughs> and then I was kind of the end of the conversation yeah. but um but yeah, definitely I, There was this like hashtag going around and these, these people you know, like Eddie said, promoting this idea of getting pregnant by black men and like how like it's that um they there was like this is like this, this fetish or this like fantasizing I don't know, thing man. that goes along with that, but it's just weird. That is weird. Like we always talked about like the stereotypes. Yeah. And not wanting to be put in, like, a category or something like that. Exactly. And this feels the same way. It feels like, you know, we're we're being looked at as animals and yeah. not actual human beings. Like, what about love? Right. Like, why does it have to be this idea of, like, getting pregnant by
0: a black man? And, That's weird. Yeah. It's weird, man. I, I just think it's some weird, some weird internet shit. Yeah. Maybe some white girl that really likes, like, black guys, you know, and she's being... Uh, completely a weirdo about it, and mm-hmm. it just started to become a trend. Yeah, and I don't really understand why this. <sighs> is. this has got to be some porn shit or something. It's ain't this ain't something that I see like in in culture. Like if I seen if if I seen some white chick and she was like, I want to get pregnant by a black guy. I'd be like, stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's weird, man. Stay that's away what,
1: from any girl that's obsessed with black men. Yeah, that's
0: not good. Yeah. That ain't good, man. Bottom line, I like women who I like women who are not obsessed with me because <clears throat> I'm black, or not even obsessed with me, but obsessed with just people because of their race. Yeah, I don't. I think that's weird. Mm-hmm. Personally, I just like women in general. I like black women, Mexican mm-hmm. women, white women, whatever. Yeah. You know, but I like women who are who are cultured in their own culture. Like yeah. if, if you're uh Mexican, I want you to be as Mexican as you can be. I love that. I love women who are into their own shit, like into their own culture. I don't like, you yeah. know, chicks I want to, you to be
1: mucho Mexican.
0: Yep, I want you to be all the way Mexican. <laughs> I want you to like, you know, teach me Spanish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want you to um like i was saying
1: uh i was gonna get in some trouble right there
0: (laughs) yeah but no man it's just weird i like people who are um invested in their own culture not like trying to be not even trying to be black i heard some some uh like i think it was some white girl (laughs) what happened
2: what happened
1: happened? i hashtag i was looking at black bread on instagram right Uh uh-huh look at this picture what happened (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's literally a picture of burnt black bread like a loaf of bread being burnt like bread like b-r-b-r-a-a-d yeah that's That's hilarious Mm -hmm. Nah, no i I, I think i've seen this white chick a long time ago that was like not even talking like she was black but talking ghetto yeah as if that was attractive like hey what you doing what you going on like (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, that's ghetto. That's not. You're not trying to be black. You ghetto as fuck, and I don't want no parts of that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
1: know. that's. I think be yourself. Yeah, I, and on the thing, if you is this mostly was going around on Twitter, but um, if you looked on Twitter and you searched the the hashtag black Bread, you'll see it's a bunch of uh, pregnant women taking pictures and stuff like that with that's the weird the hashtag, and you know basically. Um, Wanting a celebration For being Having a little Why do you happy, want a baby?
0: celebration for You just taking dick What are you doing I don't know Taking deposit <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's stupid
0: man Yeah That's that's just I don't get it I think I would be really disturbed <laughs> If like, like Let's say some I don't know uh, some white guy started up a hashtag and be like, and it's like him impregnating black women or something, mm-hmm. and it's like a bunch of white guys. I'll be like, hey man, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I don't have a problem with anyone doing anything with anyone. I have a problem with this, just this idea, mm-hmm. you know, behind it. That's why I have a problem. That's to me is weird. Like, don't don't treat black men like a novelty. You yeah. know, we're human beings. We don't deserve to be hashtag Like, you know. If I get pregnant by the black guy, he's going to the NBA. My kids are going to be in the NBA. It's like, uh, probably not. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: it's you know, a lot of niggas that ain't in the NBA.
0: Right. The two of them are sitting right here talking
1: to y'all. Right. <laughs> ain't no professional sports going on right here. <laughs> ain't
0: dribbling or throwing no footballs in this fucking podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, just, in, in the grand scheme of things, this is just weird. Yes, it's yeah. another weird internet hashtag that's been going on. I also seen this tweet, mm-hmm. um,
1: and it was a head scratcher a little bit because I don't know if this is a real word, but it said, "It says that uh, it said this this black bread hashtag black bread stuff just sh- just proves that black men are fetishized by
0: other races." Have are what fetishized? Fetishized. Yeah, I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> He just made that a fucking typo
1: <laughs> that is fetishized. I think he, you know, he just threw that word in there. But
0: yeah, we got to have to look that up. I don't know. About yeah, that. I don't know.
1: Fetishized yeah, but I get what he's saying. Yeah. I get
0: what he said. But I don't think that women just fantasize about black men like that. I think that there might be sometimes a curiosity, but I think if a girl just likes someone, she likes them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that any woman that has been non black that I've dealt with liked me because I was black. I think that's the last thing they cared about. I think they just liked me because I was me. Mm-hmm. You know? But there are some girls that love black men, though. They're like, I can't mess with nobody unless they black. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, that's good for you. Um, It'd be the like a
1: regular, super regular white girl.
0: Yeah. You no. Know? It's like, yeah, I dislike black guys. Yeah, People
1: probably like, went to a private school. And right. Everything. It's like, dang.
0: Where are you from? Malibu? Where's <laughs> Pepperdine? You went to Pepperdine? Yeah, what is going on here? <laughs> You're like, what's your name? Uh, my name is Becky Ann. <laughs> what are you doing over here? Dang. This, That's how it be, man. I'd be saying. What like, are you doing in the
1: ghetto? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on the east side? Yeah, what are you doing over here with these
0: Crips? <laughs> Becky Ann getting Dicked down by a crip Becky Ann got jumped into the crip gang (laughs) She got dicked down Like I guess I'm a crip now They said I'm like a part of the crip gang (laughs) My girl get out of (laughs) here I've recently learned how to crip walk Yeah you gonna be crippled All right, right, man Switching gears This is the topic that me and Keith Have worked on uh, Framing the right way so extreme left-wing people will not be offended by this. Um, here we go.
1: Yeah.
0: Transgendered athletes in sports. Dun, and this dun, is... Dun, w- dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> What's the ESPN ticker? <laughs>
1: doo, 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 they gonna doo, have doo. a... Uh, <laughs> they gonna have an all-inclusive sports... <laughs> what? ...network. And then the, uh, the opening melody is gonna be like, LGBTQ <laughs>
2: <laughs> do, do, do. Do, do, do. all right
0: here's the thing all right before we get into this let's be clear uh, whatever decision someone chooses to make in regards to their gender that is their business that is their right and mm-hmm. me and Keith in no way shape or form are stepping our you know trying to uh uh be transphobic in any way, shape, or form, so before you listen to our opinion about this
1: you also we also have to understand what the phobia on all these these uh mm-hmm. these suffixes actually mean true, so the phobia comes from um fear of something right, or also like a dislike of something true so basically, I don't fear. Exactly, a transgender person, yeah. and I also um, don't have any sort of disdain or dislike exactly. towards any transgender person. Likewise, just to preface this, yes, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, moving forward now, I you will give a better um, backstory on the uh, the track athlete.
1: Yeah, I. Um, kind of forgot the details cause okay. we, t- we brought this up a while back. Yeah. Quite I, a while. You know, um, but basically I believe it was high school if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't know what state or what, where, where, where it happened, but was there multiple, uh, what athletes? transgender women in that race?
0: I don't think there was multiple. There might've been oh, one. I wish I knew the article. Don't quote <clears throat> me on that.
2: Don't quote. Yeah. Me. We,
0: <laughs> um,
1: we gave a whole great, uh, presentation beforehand and then got to the real subject and was like uh but i think i think we'll get to we'll get to yeah yeah yeah. we'll we'll get get to the the, meat like the yeah the meat of it um (laughs) 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 never mind but (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so basically there was these um i believe they're in high school if i'm wrong tweet eddie Um, (laughs) but there, there was these women in, 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 a and it was, it might've been the state track meet or the state finals or something like that, uh, a track meet. And there was either one or multiple transgender women in the race and the transgender woman won the race. And I believe she broke some sort of record. She ran like, it was like 11 point something. It was a really, you know, a really fast time and she won the race and, um, and it brought up a whole, you I know, this whole that. discussion. And, you know, here's, here's where we are right now.
0: So. Right. I think that, um, you know, <clears throat> r- regardless, this is my opinion here. Take it or leave it. I think regardless of what we affiliate ourselves or what we um, say we are, I think that biologically there is an answer regardless of what we feel or what, we, uh, what sex we affiliate ourselves with. And I think that if you are born as a male, um, you're you have a advantage over women in certain physical sports uh, or like track because you have testosterone and, you know, you're producing testosterone. So that's why there's certain things like uh, UFC where you got two guys in there that that are equally strong and slamming them, slamming each other and picking each other up. But if you put like a Holly Holm and a, or Ronda Rousey in the ring with a guy like John Jones, they he would just completely obliterate these women. And it doesn't mean that these women are weak; they're actually very tough, and they could beat up the average man. Mm-hmm. But from a professional standpoint, when you it, there's levels to it. When you get two professionals, one woman, one man, the guy is going to have all of the physical advantages. Mm-hmm. And I think that even if you start, if you Change your DNA and you're taking, um, you know, what I think it's like a, like a estrogen type uh pill or whatever. I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to say what you know people who who choose to become another sex what they what process they take because I'm not there's woke.
1: also multiple things. Mm-hmm. Some people have the surgery where they mm-hmm. remove the you know the uh the organs or sexual exactly. organs. Mm-hmm. Um, Some people just do like the, the pills, the pills where mm-hmm. they start to grow mustaches. And right, some people even get like they just kind of like they, uh, they get halfway through the process and stop. Really, <laughs> so they have titties, <laughs> they have titties and still have like a penis. But um, wow, yeah, so it's just a, a bunch of you
0: know different <sighs> ones. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> wow at look at the end of the day i think that uh ultimately like we you prefaced it perfectly earlier um do we have a problem with it not at all but i do have a problem with a trans woman that was a man and now in women's sports and dominating that sport because what happens then is like in in everyday society there's no, you're not playing a sport, so this is not a relevant conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, just to live as a human being, that's not gonna ruffle anybody's feathers just because mm-hmm. you're doing what you do. But if I consider, if say, if I said I identify with being a woman and I enter in a female weightlifting competition and I blow them out the water, you be killing it, and I'm killing them. I'm deadlifting six hundred and twenty pounds, I'm bench pressing three hundred and seventy five pounds and I'm just blowing all those numbers out of there. And I said, I identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to be a lot of those women are going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, I work this hard and then this happens, mm-hmm. you know, Um like I are
1: already fighting against biological women. Right. And then all of a sudden you have a whole other group of people with way more testosterone and exactly. stronger than you are naturally yeah you're just fighting two battles Correct.
0: exactly and i think we live in a world where women are already at at a they're already <laughs> they're already battling to you know uh grow in their in their careers and in, in in their sports you it's know it's like
1: it's a, well i don't want to call the transgender people men but no women are already battling men for, exactly that's what i'm saying yeah that's what i'm mm-hmm. just with you. For spaces yeah. in sports already exactly, the wNBA exactly. and you know exactly women's soccer and you know UFC and boxing and all these women are you know fight fighting men not literally but yeah you know also you know this idea may become more and more prevalent where you know people um or trans people start to enter into exactly you know the opposite. Uh, Or I don't It's hard to frame this Because like There's so many things That they deem as offensive Exactly So you know I'm trying to like You know Watch my
0: words Exactly Yeah Here's the thing This shit is still new (laughs) It is It's new It's it's new And we are learning And unlearning As many things as possible And uh, you gotta just You know Look Look here You know how many people That literally don't give a fuck And say whatever they want I'm not one of those people because I do take into consideration that, you know, regardless of whatever what someone, you know, associates themselves with or whatever, they're a human being first.
2: Yeah.
0: And I think that if if somebody we don't like being called the N-word by just random people. So we we, we have language is important. Context is important. I think we've done a good job with that. Yeah. But at the same time. I still think it's important to question everything. Regardless of how far left you are, whatever you believe in, you still have to be objective in what you believe in. So for anyone that is extremely far left and um, doesn't think that this is not not something that should be questioned, I question you. Mm -hmm. Because if uh, a person who was biologically born, uh, a male, is now in a female sport, and imagine this. Let me put some context behind it. Imagine your father or mother or, you know, you collectively have a child and she and she's a uh, stellar athlete. You know, she's she's ranked in the state of California in high school sports. And then she goes to like the this California championships and she's running 100 meters. And then someone uh, who uh, identifies as a woman but was born a male is in that same race. And that is the only person that beat your daughter. Would you question something at that point?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Would you say, "Wait a minute!" Like, you know, like this is you. Would you think? I think that people subconsciously would say, like, this isn't fair." Yeah, you know. Um, but then there are people who are so they bought they bought into the idea of of like they bought into their idea so much that they still don't see you know objectively what could be wrong with that yeah and that's why i kind of have a problem yeah because i can call out anyone i'm a black man but if i see a black man doing something wrong i call his ass out yeah you know just like i think if you're a person who was in the lgbt community and you see somebody that's doing something that ain't right you should be able to call them out too i don't think anyone is above criticism or any situation cannot be analyzed Mm -hmm. or shouldn't be so it's just a lot man yeah
1: I think um the thing that I guess we don't want to happen is right. for people to create this precedent for these um small group of people to start to dominate female sports. Yeah, I don't because I don't, it, yeah. it it's it's unfair. Um and yeah. we displayed the reasons why exactly uh, earlier. Um it's also interesting that there was a whole, like how movies kind of precede real world events a lot right. of times. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, movie definitely. Juana Man. Yeah. Like he's, you know, a, ma- a man essentially put some, you know, sports bra on and, you know, uh um a wig and started to dominate the WNBA. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of like, it's. Crazy to think now in, you know, two thousand nineteen that yeah. this is coming more and more
0: uh more and more yeah. uh relevant. Same thing as that movie Idiocracy. Some of the things yeah. that are happening are not on the same plane, but they're kind of playing themselves out like, Yeah in a parallel type
1: way. Yeah. And you know, that is just is just crazy to think about that. Um I had to go back to watch that movie to see actually what they were talking about. Right. I've I've seen the movie before, but um I wasn't thinking about it on the level that I probably would now. Um, and one other thing that we, we discussed previously is I've heard um, multiple stories of transgender, um, uh, what you call it, um, uh, male to female competitors, you know, competing in, in women's sports. Right. Um, and it may start to be, like I said before, it may start to become a thing where they're only doing this to. Um, dominate True. The sports the you know the women's sports leagues, and like I said, we don't want that to happen. No, but it starts to get a little strange when we haven't heard too many of the opposite. Exactly, you know what I mean. If there if there's a woman, or if there's a former woman that presents as a male now. And she's not trying to play football, or she's exactly. not trying to play, um, you know, in the NBA, or exactly. you know, whatever the case may be. Um, because if if that's the case, it should be equal. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. There should there should be um, the same amount of people? I guess because for 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 it to be this thing now where the these these trans women are breaking records and everything like. It starts to get a little bit weird, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know and I know that I guess um I don't know the psychology behind um being a trans person. But I do know that people have um character flaws in them Definitely. that would allow them to be like, "Hey, I can dominate a sport." Mhm. So, I'm just going to you know, change my gender or do the bare minimum or whatever just so I can be the fastest woman in the world. Right. So. Right. Because yeah. crazier things have happened. You know, what I mean, there's people been on m- Uber steroids, like so much steroids, like their eyes are turning yellow and then they go down and then they win the, you know, win the Olympics and only to get caught like a weeks later and then deny yeah. it. So yeah. I'm just saying like people do a lot of things to be the best and to be extremely competitive in sports. So I don't put anything past anybody. And I just want people to think about that when they, when they start to think about like equality, because that's not
0: really equality. Like
1: men and women in the competitive sports realm are not
0: equal. No. So, and it's not to, it's not to say women are lesser. It's just that we, the way our, the mechanics of our body are different. Biologically, we, you know, testosterone is an advantage yeah um in like male contact sports or in certain things we just do things differently yeah the reason why uh, you know a man's muscular uh just the way his muscles and his body is set up is just different
1: yeah or i I guess it's a fair solution if you know these people do want to compete against women is that they should this would be sort of discriminatory but it would be a way to where it, it i mean it it would be more competitive is right. like to have like maybe a category. I don't know if that would be offensive or not, but right. I have a category for, for, you know, female to male or male to female. That ain't going to
0: happen. Cause that's going to be considered like, um, some form of prejudice.
1: Yeah, I, I can see that, but I'm just yeah. saying like
0: that to me, that's, you know, yeah I just think that this mm-hmm. is a slippery slope it's not a slippery slope but it's a it's a touchy subject because what we're doing now is is um we during this time i think that regardless of how progressive you are you still you you can you don't just because you're progressive doesn't mean you need to be delusional and i think there's a certain amount of delusion involved when you just say this is this way and that's that way and that's it and that's mm-hmm. false mm-hmm. because if a if a man has testosterone he goes into a woman's sport and just dominates it and you don't see a problem with it then it's kind of speaking more to your character because we have to be honest about these things yeah i think that we could be honest and have uh open dialogue about something without everyone being offended by it yeah you know you just gotta we just gotta be real
1: yeah and you know i would hope that um people are trying to find some sort of compromise that exactly everyone's you know, everybody can feel comfortable with. Because if if you looked at the time that the girls ran, and I believe it was high school, and they ran in the 11-something range, and yeah. she actually broke a record. If she would have ran that time in, like, the California State Track Meet, she probably would have got eighth place. Or she may not have even made the finals. Right. So. I don't know the exact time, but if it was if it was anything higher than a like 11.5 or anything like that, she wouldn't have been in the finals. She might not even have even made it to the state track meet.
0: So um, this is to put it up to perspective. Definitely. Definitely. For two guys to fuck around a lot on the podcast. I think we've done a good job speaking about that topic. If you got offended, then I don't care. But uh, the, yeah. the, the, the thing about it is, is the fact that um, no one was misgendered. Not one time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? At least we tried. At least we tried. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So judge us on our intent. Yeah. You know? So
1: <laughs> there's there's that. What if there's a KKK podcast? <laughs> they were trying to have this conversation, but it wasn't about trans people. It was about black men. They'd be like,
0: see, I don't want <laughs> to <wanna> be offensive. I don't want to be offensive, but you know what? Like, we got to get these niggers <laughs> and put them in cages. We got to... Look, we need to feed them taters and put them in a cage. <laughs>
1: it's like I, I there's these 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 N words and uh, they're running rapid out here. And uh, I know my daughter likes these 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 C words
0: these these cones. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> and by cones, I meant raccoons. We got a lot of raccoons over here. (laughs) I live out in North Dakota in the mountains, and they got these raccoons running around here. What I'm saying is, I just think that just because you could jump high and play basketball does not mean you were entitled to my daughter. Okay, LeBron James? This is like, I'm cool
1: with these coons. I mean, these C words doing whatever the heck they want to with their own kind, but I just don't want them putting their big black penises in my daughter. <laughs> 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 I don't uh, want to offend anybody.
0: <laughs> oh, dang. And he's like, he, t- he totally takes something out of context and be like, in the great words of Snoop Dogg, I don't want to offend you niggas, but I got to tell you how it is. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's funny, man.
0: Yeah, that's funny stuff. All right, switching gears. Um, success doesn't come on your time. Um, what people fail to realize is just because you're working endless hours to be successful at something, um, and you might want something more than anything in the world, it doesn't it's not going to come on your time. So the best thing you could do is learn patience and just work diligently. And I, I think that this podcast has been a representation of that. I'm not saying that me and Keith are the best living example of what it means to embody hard work and consistency. All I'm saying is is that if you really want something, you have to want it and you and you can't have um you know, you can't have you know, just because you're not achieving the level of success or you haven't repaid re, if you haven't, excuse me, let me slow down. Mm-hmm. Just because you have not received the amount of success or you have not reached the apex In that in your desired field does not mean you should just quit because the the whole success and you know all the pats on the back haven't came yet. Mm -hmm. You just have to keep working, man. It's a process. Me and Keith started this podcast. Mm -hmm. We were getting what we getting like six, seven lessons,
1: eight. The first episode we dropped, I think it it might have been a
0: whole week. It had like twelve, like like twelve in a week, like twelve lessons, eleven lessons, and I think that. You know, now we have podcasts like around around three hundred. Like we have podcasts that are doing pretty good numbers. But at the end of the day, that's good to us. It's you said, still huh? you said we had like nine hundred and nineteen listens. Yeah. This, last month. Yeah, here's the thing, and and for some some people, for people who understand how podcasts work, it's much harder to build an audience with a podcast. Yeah, um, it's not like making music. and and last month we had 919 listens in a month and the highest before that was 775 in a month yeah you know what i'm saying and we we take this incremental progress and we just we love it and we Mm -hmm. and we're not we're not addicted to the numbers you know but we love our listeners we love people who tune in every week we love people who tell us like yo i was at work listen to this Mm -hmm. like we We do this, we do this because we want to take it somewhere, but we also enjoy the fact that some of you guys are at work listening to this in your cu- cubicle with your friends, and you get a good laugh and hopefully we could teach you something something mm-hmm. that you may not know mm-hmm. but it feels great I, I think that uh more people should take pride in the small uh incremental success that they have until they reach the reach the top, yeah, you know that's just my personal opinion about it but it's not. Yeah. It's not going to come on your time. Yeah,
1: I I agree. I think when when you're trying to build any sort of success, these these things take time. I know we we kind of get fooled into believing that um, we can follow some sort of example where right there's this one hit wonder like there's a musician right now who's really good. Yeah. And he puts out an amazing song, and he thinks it's going to be um, Old Town Road. Right. When that's not the case. Exactly. You know, if you're a good musician, you have to keep putting out music until people find you. And you may never have the success of Old Town Road, but you may have songs that are like half as successful, but you got like two, three, four of those songs. And, you know, they may not come until your third, four, five years of putting out music. And you have to be ready for those sort of things. Exactly. Like we, could, we could kind of get um, bamboozled by these um, people. Like, even an athlete. An athlete can get bamboozled by the success of a LeBron James. Like exactly. Coming straight out of high school and, you know, be straight shooting, like, being an all-star, rookie year, and, you know, scoring over 20 points as a rookie and stuff like that. And you're you're a young athlete yourself, and you're like, man, I ain't getting no college college letters, Man, I gotta go play in Europe. Like, I'm not even getting drafted in the NBA and all this sort of stuff. Like, when you when you realize that there are more people that are similar to you than are similar to LeBron. True. Most people in the NBA, I'm gonna say most, but there's a lot of people in the NBA that wasn't even drafted. Exactly. There's a lot of people that in NBA that was drafted like the second round and they're still Contributing to to teams and you know being extremely like successful players, so that but this goes in any field, you know what I mean. I think for me, I made this realization probably around the time um, when I realized I wasn't going to graduate college till I was like twenty five years old, because hmm. um, I had a lot of friends that I went to high school with, people that you know I had better a better academic career than. Um, throughout actually, like, mandatory school. Right. <clears throat> and then they were graduating at, you know, 22, 23 years yeah. old. And I'm like, dang, man, like, what's the deal? Like, you know, I figured I would, you know, graduate way faster than these people. And they were getting their degree. And then, and then I just had to realize, like, it, it's just a piece of paper and I'm going to get it. And, you know, it doesn't say what age. Only I know how old I was when I graduated. Exactly. You know what I mean? So... After that, it was like, if I'm 31 when this podcast pops off, if I'm 35 when I make my first feature movie, if I'm 36 and you know I finally create like some sort of like body of work as far exactly. as like, music that I that I'm happy with, like the the age is starting to matter less and less. Exactly, because I know that all of this is a journey yeah so you know i just keep grinding man yeah the journey <clears> is
0: what <throat> makes it sweet yeah. you know what else is awesome too is when when you finally uh receive the level of success that you've worked for and you know four years go by three years go by and then people are like oh my god man like you know like i've been listening to your guys's podcasts or i've been watching your your films and i've been doing that for so many years man like yeah. congratulations you know and you think about it like it's only so many people that have seen you work that hard. The other people, they they don't pay attention to you until you make it. Yeah. Like the the average person is not going to see what you went through to get there. And they'll be like, man, you guys, uh, you guys motivate me, man. How'd you do it? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, there's this thing called patience. And there's this thing called hard work. There's no stick to it. Yeah. The stick to itiveness. There's no, there's no real remedy that, you know, I could, you know, People, and then people it's crazy like I, I just don't think people are built for the level of consistency that it takes to yeah. to reach where you want to be like i don't like at this point doing podcasts to me is like breathing like without yeah. if i didn't do a podcast for a week i probably would feel incomplete as a human being yeah you know what i'm saying i just be like man something's missing i don't know something yeah. in my heart like you know what i'm saying yeah also too i think um, you start
1: to realize the the character flaw in other people. Mm. There's a lot of people that come up to me and Eddie like, "Yo, I want to start a podcast. What do I need to do?" Yeah, "Yo, I want to I want to write a movie. What do I need to do? I want to make YouTube videos. What do I need to do?" And the only thing you need to do is to do it, and then do it over again, and then do it again, and then yes. do it again, and then keep doing it. Like it's not really any like any sort of magic to it exactly, you know what I, mean? I think there's a there's a lot of people, even that you know we talked about those Instagram bios the right. the, the other week, and I just think I don't care what you say you are or what you want to do or if you're a fashion designer or whatever the people there's a few select people that I know that have. They have a brand associated with something that they do, exactly. and they do it really well. And the common theme that I see with all these people is that they always do it. Yes. like I know a girl; she's really good at exactly. sewing, and you know she's amazing at it. And every week I see her in her little studio posting pictures of her progress on you know sewing costumes and putting t- together different outfits and purses and stuff like that. And yep. it's like, yo, like she's putting the work in, and you yep. know people she has a brown surrounding that you know what I mean and you know same thing with us we're we're just constantly putting the work in and I think for us when we started I didn't even like know like I didn't have a idea of success you know right. I didn't really know what success was I think we just wanted to yeah. have a conversation because we seen other people be successful at this yeah we've seen guys like Brilliant idiots, Joe yeah. Budden, Joe Rogan. We seen all these guys had a podcast, exactly, and we felt like we had something to say. But yeah. as far as numbers, I never really, I never really thought about it in that in that aspect. Exactly. Obviously, we all strive to be like you know, they they're getting like millions of views per week, right? That's like that's like something to shoot for. But in my mind, I didn't really know what the first podcast would do. Right. I was like, you know, sometimes when I put out music, I could be like, oh, okay, I know. A few hundred people will probably listen to it, or if I put out a music a movie, I know like you know a few thousand people will, you know, be able to see it based on, you know, Facebook friends and sharing and stuff like that. But exactly as far as the podcast, I was like, ah, I don't even know. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to gauge, yeah. and I think uh, Nipsey Hustle, you know, going back to that quote he said is uh, basically like the only defining quality is mm-hmm. that I didn't give up.
0: Yeah, I didn't quit. Yeah. And that's that's it. It's pretty much and it. and and like you said, you you start something, and you keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And if you go back to the first episode, I listened to some of it, and I was just like, ah. I I just think that you can notice the amount of um, improvement from podcast to podcast and the quality of the podcast. I think when you really love something, you start to put it starts to reflect on the work that you put out. Yeah. And I listened to the first one and it sounded like me and Keith snorted some coke before we did it. <laughs> but I don't you know, not saying we do that, but I do. Mm. <laughs> it's just you notice from then all the way to now that the content has changed. Um and more or less I rather have the listener, you know, feel however they feel about the content. But from what I have seen is I could see some progress, you know, and it's just about getting better every day. Or mm. every every week we do this podcast. We don't our objective is not to stay the same. It's to try to enhance uh the conversation, go yeah. a little deeper, do a little more research. Just little things. Talk about something we might not be that comfortable talking about but still talking about it. Like the yeah. transgender athlete, that was something that we, you know, we were tiptoeing on and then we decided to talk about it. Yeah. Because you also have to be self-aware when you have a platform. And yeah. although me and Keith don't have this huge platform, we are still careful about what we say and do, not because we're being fake or because we're being PC. It's because it's always important to think before you talk. Yeah. And I, th- sure. I think people get lost in their own opinion and they're just blabbing and blabbing and blabbing and blabbing. And, blabbing and they're going to say some shit that's going to destroy their whole career. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, it's important to, uh, what would you say, vet yourself?
1: Yeah. I think one thing that I do like appreciate about like what we have going on here Mm -hmm. is that it's hard to hold up your end of the bargain sometimes. Right, right. Like you, you can start, um, people always come to me with ideas or something like that. And a lot of times I just say, yeah, I'll do it. Or yeah, we can meet or something like that. But then it's like, I know that it's going to fizzle out just because the nature of human beings. Right. Um, but what I like about what we got going on is, like, I can call you with an idea. Right. I, like, I'm doing independent research on my own, or I'm looking up ideas or, you know, watching videos or whatever and, you know, reading articles um, and presenting them to you as much right. as you're presenting them to me. Yeah, exactly. So it's not this thing where, one-sided. Um, yeah, I come in and I'm the guy with the ideas. I'm the guy that's doing all the work. And then, you know, we present it to the world and then it's... Uh, it's labeled as a group effort, right? This is, this is really like a real like it's a collaborative, yeah. Definitely. And um, that's what I what I appreciated about it the most because some like especially in art, in in collaborative art, it's um you can the the wool can be pulled over your eyes sometimes. exactly. Yeah, like you know you could be making music. There's a guy that's in front of everybody. He's he's in the music video. He's on stage rapping when in reality someone actually wrote all of the material for it. Right. Me. So it's just uh it's just the uh, it's just an interesting space that we're in and Definitely. Uh, you know above anything like we said just just keep doing it. I think um one thing that bothers me is that um I don't like being around people that aren't willing to learn. Y'all oh my god. But like like for me Um, this is one thing that like separates people that have it's not necessarily formal education but people that have been educated in some aspect whether it's like you know with the the trucking school or some sort of certificate or you know some sort of like degree or any any amount of school Um, even people like Bill Gates that kind of went to school for a little bit and then dropped out but there's a certain amount of um like basically you you get introduced to ideas, you get introduced to you get uh shown a little bit of poss- what is possible in any sort of field. Right. And then you go out on your own and then you continue to learn. True. Like that's what I appreciate. Like me and my I was talking about Larry earlier. Larry is uh um a guy that's helped me out a lot, as far as like you know, certain films, and we bounce ideas off of each other and stuff like that. But I can see from a distance what Larry is doing. Right, Larry graduated film school. He he was like popping up, and he lives in New Mexico in the um, El Paso area. He's popping up in L.A. going to different you know film festivals. There you he's go. In Sunda- like he's yeah. volunteering at Sundance. He's Calling me like, yo, I just met this guy from L.A. Like, we should all link up. I'm like, what the heck? Like, (laughs) like, what are you doing way out here? But, like, I love that sort of thing. Like, I love when, you know, somebody can be like, yo, I want to start a podcast. I'll be like, okay, buy a mic, you know, buy an interface, get a computer. And they'd be like, oh, snap, I was reading online where you know if you film your or if you record your podcast in this space and you do this like it'll sound better and i'm like yo like that's what i Mm -hmm. want to hear from people right i don't want to hear like this um what you call it like whatever the opposite of like a symbiotic relationship is or right where it's like leeches essentially (laughs) 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 <laughs> like I don't want to just constantly keep giving you stuff, you, and then exactly you're just like give, 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 you, give.
0: You want, but you don't want to contribute. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Or even if it's like, here's the thing: you 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 are leeching information from me, um, but you're not contributing any of that for yourself. Like, yeah. If I know if you if if you come up to me and ask me a question about podcasting like I'm not making like I'm the podfather but you the know The Podfather. Yeah, that's
1: the name of the podcast. <laughs> we can say it, the Podfather.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Like look man, Robert De Niro over here. But we you know we do have 71 fucking episodes. So yeah. we've been doing this a while. Uh but if you approach me with a question like hey I was looking online about these mics and doing this and this, this, you know, this computer for this, and this program to record this. So, what do you guys use, and what do you think will be good for me? When you, when you actually frame it that way, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this guy really wants to do this. Yeah. Shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But if you like, hey, hey, what you how y'all do that? What you yeah.
1: do? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You think I could do it?
1: Uh uh-huh. I'm just like, uh, yeah, you could do it, man.
0: Go yeah. ahead.
1: For me too, like one thing that. Like, I don't care if you go to film school or any sort of educate, right. like formal education or not. Like, to me, what matters is education. Like, it yes. doesn't have to be formal. You don't have to pay a million dollars to go to New Mexico State. And- Small loan of a million dollars.
0: That's be a soundbite. Uh, you just hear 45's voice. Yeah. Small loan of a million dollars.
1: It's comedy. You just keep calling me 45. <laughs> That mug is hilarious. But um, you sound like a coach that I don't know the player's name. <laughs> 45, get your ass over here right now. Keep <laughs> screwing up the play. You're hitting the wrong gap, son. <laughs>
0: billions and billions and billions of dollars. Oh,
1: uh, imagine Coach Judy yelling at Donald Trump for screwing up the play.
0: God damn it, you're fucking up the play! Get out of here. You don't you don't know who you're talking to. You, ha- you don't have any idea. Small loan of a million dollars. <laughs> grab it by the pussy.
1: Oh, man. That'd be
0: some crazy sound bites. <laughs> Coach Trudy. God
2: damn it. grab it by the pussy. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: uh, man. that I, mug I got it, it, It's just funny the way like when you, when you hear like the, the, um, like the state of the union or whatever, it'd be like, Yeah. I have a plan that will save billions and billions and billions of dollars. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. You're gonna love it. Thank you. God bless America. I'll be like, what the fuck just happened right now?
1: <laughs> that nigga Donald Trump don't be saying nothing in his uh speeches. Yeah,
0: 45 got <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just, I was just gonna say, like, I, I have a lot of people that um like like i was saying before i don't care if you go to film school i don't care if you went to youtube university i don't care if you read that's not a real place well you know people getting their degrees (laughs) (laughs) but people um you know if you go to film school you read a book um you, you know you do do any sort of training where you know you're just studying movies or whatever whatever the case you can do all that um it, it doesn't matter what sort of like education you get, right um, mm-hmm. but I do get people that are like only I guess they're interested in it, right they they'll hit you up like, yo, I got these ideas, I want to you know I want to make a movie, I want to do this right the The only one thing that bothers me is the fact that people think it's um it's just an idea. And yeah. you write it down and then you shoot a movie. That's like, There's not so how it much works. like technical stuff that goes into making a movie. It bothers me when someone approaches me and they're like, "Yo, man, I got this script." The if most people don't know this, but there's like a real formal way to write a a screenplay. Yeah, like it has to be action lines, which is like what the characters are doing, and then there's a a capital um, a capital name in the center of the page, and then under that is the dialogue, and there's more action lines, and it's a whole bunch of things that. The, the average person doesn't know. But I get so many times where people be like, oh, they'll hit up DJ, they'll hit up Chris. Like, hey, man, I want to meet with y'all. Like, I got the script. And I'm like, all right, cool. But in the back of my mind, I'm already like, yo, this script is going to be like, it like hurts my soul to see. <laughs> they will give you a, you can't write a screenplay in Word. Like you can, but like there's, there's certain there's actually screenwriting software that you have to buy um, uh-huh. in order to write screenplays. Like, I don't know of any professional that writes a screenplay on Word, but somebody will open up a Word document and be like, "Yo, like you can kind of read it," and I'll be like, "Oh
3: my god," <laughs> and I got to
1: sit through like acting like the, I'm really interested. The, the in problem, it. <clears throat> the
0: problem is this: is I think it bothers you because people are reducing, are reducing your art. Yeah. Like you, you're you're not you, you're not looking at it. From like a distance, like, man, mm-hmm. I should learn how to do this. You're just like, oh, Keith does it, I could do it. Like that's not yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't be confident, and be like, if he could do it, I if he could do it, I can do it. But if that's the case, then put put in the work and the yeah. research. You're showing me that you're not researching or trying to do anything. That's a problem. Yeah. Like if you're like, Oh, you guys got a podcast, anybody could talk. Yeah. do did, did you realize that the average episode of a truckers mind podcast is an hour and a half? What are we at right now? We're at 151. So we've talked nonstop for an hour and 51 minutes. Mm-hmm. Do you realize how hard it is for people to talk for five minutes? Yeah. So, I mean, this is this is a skill, believe it or not. It is a skill. <laughs> and, you know, people are going to get on the mic and be, you know, they're going to last 25 minutes and be like, hey, that podcast was dope. Yeah. But there's so much more you can say. I'm not saying that, like, every podcast is not created equal. Some people do it in little segments. Some people do 45 minutes. Some people do an hour. Some people do two hours. Some people do three hours. Mm -hmm. but don't reduce somebody else's art to, you know, just don't do that. I don't think I could. My thing is if I could write a script, I would need help for, for one, I would need to do my research and then I would not approach Keith until I felt I've done everything for him to actually take his time to look at it. Yeah. Cause it's a waste of his time. Like I'm not going, I'm not going to do that to Keith. I'm just not, I've known Keith for quite some time, Mm -hmm. you know, shit most of his life but i'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna waste this man's time giving him a script mm-hmm. that is equivalent to a chocolate rice
2: cake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was giving me chocolate rice cookies <laughs> yeah that's nah man yeah
1: i think you know and i think i don't want to sound like this uh this guy that you know has these like stupid pet peeves but i think everyone can relate to like there's People out here who, I don't know, you can name any f- people that want to be a teacher. Yeah. And they'll be like, yo, man, I want to be a teacher. And then they're just like, well, like, you got to go to school first. You got to get your teaching credential. You got to, you know, you, you might want to sub a little bit, get some experience under your belt. Like, I don't know the real process of it, but like, you know, there's actually like steps and stuff you have to yeah. learn before you can just be like, hey, I want to be a teacher. like, Definitely. And all, all this stuff is... You know you may be better off actually like researching it yourself versus asking the guy that you think is doing it because yeah. you're almost like wasting people's time Definitely. And, I, and I think now we're in a space where we're seventy one episodes in and um we're starting to um build some sort of notoriety and we're becoming like almost like a professional podcast in a sense yeah pretty much and like you know you start to see like you know, you see these big executives and, you know, yeah. they would be like, hey, man, can I have a word with you? Be like, ah, I don't really have time right now. Can you, you know, set up an appointment? You know what, <laughs> what I mean? I'm starting to feel like that. Like, <laughs> no, take your screenplay and uh, there's this place where you can put them. It's, it's in a trash. <laughs> uh,
0: I think that regardless, I think this regardless of <clears> what <throat> level of success you reach. I think, you know, it's always important to be humble, but you also need to be aware of who you are and what you yeah. have done. I'm not saying you should, you know, um, you know, overrank yourself and put yourself all the way up there. Mm-hmm. You're not above, you know, whether it's reading someone's script, you're not above that. But at the same time, is if, you're, if you've given me every reason not to read your script, then I'm going to act like I'm going to read it and throw it in the trash. Yeah. And leave. Yeah. It's just like when somebody makes nasty food. They're always the ones that are watching to see if you eat it. <clears throat> they would be like, you like my sandwich? No, no. You like my spaghetti? Is it pretty good? Is it pretty yeah. good? But a person that really makes good, hearty food doesn't need to watch you to see yeah. if you like it. They might walk they away. they
1: hit you with something like, hey, I know it's a little bit salty. I kind of overdid it on the salt, but like... You know the texture is pretty good. Let me know what you think, and stuff like that.
0: I don't think they even really do that. Yeah, I think a person that makes really good food, they just walk off and they listen to you like, mm. <laughs> mm, that was good. So oh man, that corn. Love to the food. That right? cornbread was so soft. You know that yeah. that spaghetti was so savory. Mm-hmm. They they wait. They just sit back and wait for you to say shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the best attitude to have. That yeah. when you when you put out quality content, whatever it is, whether it's the screen, your your you're a writer or whatever it is. You put it out into the world and you wait for people to just be like, oh, my God. And if they don't give you the reception that you want, just work harder.
1: I think I think it kind of I know some people that are really good, but they. I think they downplay it. A lot of us. That's that. But a lot of us have slight insecurities when it comes to our work. True. So there's like I'll be having food. sex. I'll
0: be like, dang, did I last long enough? <laughs> That wasn't my best stroke, but it was cool.
1: <laughs> How you like that, baby?
2: <laughs> it was
1: funny. But even with the podcast, we'd be yeah. like, ah, oh, that was a solid episode. Like, we could throw it out, but I know we've done better than exactly, that. Exactly. I think yeah. it's it's always a thing to where you know you haven't done your best work yet.
0: True. But that's only if you're working hard. If yeah. you're If you're consistently putting out um your best quality content and then you put out something you be like I, I, we've done better than that mm-hmm. or you know there'll be other podcasts we're not competing with podcasts but i'll listen to a podcast and i'll be like hey keith our podcast was killing theirs yeah or, and it's not like and it's not like to compare to anyone mm-hmm. but we're talking about professional podcasts people that get paid a lot of money to do theirs and i'll be like yeah. yo i was looking at i went back and listened to ours we had a lot of energy mm-hmm. and then i'll go back and listen a different way i'll be like yo they made they shit it on us. <laughs> yeah. They shit it on us, bro. We got to do better. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's not, it's not like you're looking for competition. You just it's like a gauge. Yeah, just gauging your your um, gauging your effort. Yeah, like yo, I thought we did kind of wishy washy, mm-hmm. and I listened to this other podcast, and they were high energy. They were hilarious. They were giving information. Just like, like
1: seeing things you can learn from. Seeing things
0: you can learn from. Mm -hmm. trying to you know trying to create a culture Mm -hmm. you know you can't create a you know you can't create a culture of listeners that know what they're going to get when they come to a podcast when you like you know just not really saying nothing yeah one week then the next week it's great then the next four weeks it's not engaging at all it's like yeah i I think
1: i think it's it's gonna be like this weird transition yeah and i think that um because we're we're not origin originators of any of these things hell no but i do think we have an original space in our city true and you know in film and in podcasting and and in comedy has been around for forever but like just any sort of thing and more and more people are starting to see what we're doing right and they're trying to mimic um these things (laughs) so i i i see it all the time like yeah people popping up with podcasts there's been people with podcasts before us definitely we're starting to see more and more people have podcasts yeah more and more people I've seen um, last Tuesday someone actually Tree shout out to Tree that's my boy yeah
0: Tree been on this podcast twice
1: yeah Uh he been on here I was gonna say three times but it's not three yeah Um, but mm -hmm. he's been on here Mm -hmm. two times (laughs) And uh, there was a guy, like a local uh, music video director. He was like, yo, I'm looking to, um, you know, put together some movies, like screenwriters and, you know, mm-hmm. filmmakers hit me up. Like, let's let's work. And then uh, I didn't see it because I don't follow the guy, but Tree basically tagged me in the post. I was like, man, I ain't trying to work with this nigga. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but that's just like goes along with it. Like, yeah. you know, we put out a couple movies and I'm sure these people are coming across them and they're like oh i can do that too yeah it's like
0: but it's 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 awesome there's it's a it's like a double-edged sword it's awesome to do things and see that some people are probably getting inspired by it and you want that i I want i want six other successful uh i wouldn't consider us like successful we're growing podcasts but i want to see other podcasts do great because it gives out the more good content the better Mm-hmm. you know but at the same time it's like is it really coming from a genuine place yeah do you really do, yeah. are you really gonna stay doing this
1: it, yeah it it gets really watered down yeah because you it's one thing so just speaking from about that direct that music video director right he's coming from a space where he charges a lot of money to shoot a music video really yeah like i've i don't know his rates per se but I've heard people be like, dang, man, I can't really shoot with him because he charges like more than like that I'm willing to spend on a music video because I'm not getting paid for music. So you're going to go from that space to making a film, which probably takes longer than most of your shooting, most of your music videos. Yeah. And then also there's not a there's not a way for you to get paid Hmm. at this moment. You know what I mean? Later on, you can. Or even if you throw it on YouTube, you could probably put some ads on it or something, but yeah. that's going to be pennies because um, yep. you probably won't get like a million views yeah. from a short film. It'd have to be
0: a passion project. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, like you said, like, are you willing to stick in it mm-hmm. when you're not getting paid? Exactly. When you're actually spending, you're, we're spending money for studio space. Exactly. Spending money, gas money to drive to L. A. Like, exactly. Are you willing to 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 do all that and
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we've proved it already, so I'm just. Yeah, it's it's nothing. Look, it's nothing for me and Keith to, you know, head out to L.A. or, or meet with somebody. I've been, I've been on Instagram, like, inboxing other podcasts that I found in the Los Angeles area saying, and listening to different podcasts, like, hey, I like your content. I would love to, mm-hmm. you know, love to meet up and collaborate or whatever. Just trying to meet different people, you know, trying to, you know, people that may not know who they are You know, and get our listeners, and they could steal our audience. We could steal their audience. You know, we could, Mm -hmm. you know, build this network. This, you know, it's just there. There's enough. There's an abundance. Like there's enough for everyone. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's just I don't know. It's it's just about growing, and kind of lost myself there. But (laughs) I think
1: one thing that I think both of us pride ourselves on Mm. is. I don't think any thought is like completely original, yeah. But just thinking outside of the box, exactly. You know what I mean? Like we have ideas that we want to put together in the future, where we're like, "Yo, like this is just a dope idea. Let's put this together." Yeah. Um, and it it goes along with our podcast content, but it would be dope, and no one's doing it. You know what I mean? There you go. But I think a lot of people. I don't know if it's just a character flaw in these people or if they don't really have any, like, creativity that goes along with it. But um, a lot of people are just regurgitating the things that they're already seeing. True. You know, and it's, like, what what we're trying to do is what what everyone should try to do. It's like, yo, man, I want to make, like, a video game. I want to make an app. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care about, like, you know, who has the most views on a music video in town. Like, I want to do something where... It's like no one is done and like I have to learn my way into doing it. Mm. Like it's not the the path of least resistance. You know what I mean? True. I guess you, it actually takes some sort of like mental fortitude to actually, Definitely. you know, put these things together. Yeah, so
0: you said it, mental fortitude. That's yeah. something that a lot of people, that's what actually helps, that's creates, well, that's a part of. Uh, having that longevity. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have mental fortitude, then it's not going to work. Because once you see things not going in your direction and mm-hmm. you quit, then you just became uh, almost every American. Yeah. Most of these
1: niggas got like mental Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, fuck this rap shit. I'm going to play the game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it takes work, man.
1: Yeah. But like, all in all, if you I was just at this meeting the other day and um, actually there was like a local he's not he's I think he was uh, he's raised in Bakersfield, but now he lives in L.A. Mm. He's a guy that he he he's not a huge film director, but I just wanted to go because I was like um, most people in any sort of art or like most people in anything are going to be like average Right. Not average in, like, talent. Like, you could be really good, but you're going to be average as far as, like, success. True. So, like, exactly. there's, like, there's only one LeBron, there's only one Michael, there's only one Kobe. Exactly. But there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of C.J. McCollum, Seth Currys, yeah. these guys that are, like, middle of the pack um, NBA players. Um, so, I was like, man, I, it, it may come to a point to where we may be, like, moderately successful in all of our fields, yeah. But you have to be okay with that. And you can also learn from people that are doing that. So exactly. I went to, this guy's name is John Urande, I believe. He, he he He's made like two feature films. And um, one had, the one he shot, it's called Stereotype. And I believe they shot it in Bakersfield. And if you watch the movie, if you watch the trailer, you would be like, oh, I could recognize this dude from like somewhere. And they shot it with like $15,000 or something like that. Uh-huh. So I just went and I don't even know where, I I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, so we had this meeting and he he was just talking about pretty much all the things that we were talking about, like being consistent, writing every day, doing all this. But there was also a lady that put it together named Irene Wilkins. And her main topic that she spoke about the whole thing, the whole time was finding your passion. Mm. So um, I just took that away from it. And basically what I wanted to say is like, don't try to do... Don't try to make a short film because the guys of finesse are making movies. Mm, Don't try yeah. to do a podcast because Keith and Eddie are doing a podcast. Don't try to make music because Joe Mater is like making music and he has a lot of views on his music. Yeah. Just do whatever you're passionate about and be consistent at it. And, yeah. you
0: know, the results will show. You'd be fucking surprised. You might, you might could mow a whole lawn and, you know, three minutes with this new lawnmower you created and nobody really gives a shit, but then they start noticing, Hey, that's that dude that mows the lawns real fast. (laughs) What's up with that guy? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you become, you know, this, this, like this entrepreneur that created this lawnmower and like originality and hard work can take you somewhere. Yeah. That's the point I'm trying to make. Mm -hmm. Um, So whatever it is, um, stick with it, stick with it and work hard. And it's, Something's gonna stick. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna stick. Cause me and Keith are still in the process of doing that. But I think it's gonna be so sweet once we get there. You know, once we get there, it'll be like, I mean, these guys were pretty hard. They only had 700 podcasts. Come on.
1: Yeah. They don't deserve it. And then we it. finally get a big break, like sign a deal with Apple or Spotify <laughs> after 700. You'd be like, dang, it's wild.
0: You're like, these guys don't deserve it. They only did 500, man. Come on.
1: Yeah. And on the 700th episode, we just getting head while doing a podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, dang it was, it. The title of it is called Howard
0: Stern. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I was listening, but I just couldn't make out what you guys were saying. <laughs> you didn't even have the mics turned on. It was just a bunch of moaning. Mm. Gosh,
1: <laughs> dang,
2: god <girl>, dang. <laughs>
1: right there, right there. Yeah, pass me that cocoa butter.
0: <laughs> no teeth, no teeth. Hey, uh, it, I was listening to a, a no, I was watching a, a clip from Andrew Scholes. I'll just say this before we're done, but mm-hmm. it was a clip from Andrew Scholes. Shout out to uh, Andrew um, on his Instagram, and he was with Alex, and they did an Airbnb, but it was from some a black family, right? Yeah. And he's like, he said they went into, he went in the bathroom, and they had instead of lotion, they had cocoa butter. Yeah. He said he said they did an Airbnb, but this is black fam- It's a black family, so it's like an air R and B. That's comedy, bro. That's I was busted up. <laughs> was like, this dude is crazy. That was on a,
3: on a video?
0: Yeah. or It was on his uh, Instagram. Account. Oh, okay.
3: Was it's it like one of those Taz, dropping in
0: things? I, I'm not sure. I think oh. it was dropping in because Taz brought it up too on the yeah. last episode. Funny, and I remember bro. seeing that too, and I was fucking dying. Yeah. Because when, when Andrew cracked crack black jokes, like, they'd be funny. They'd yeah. be funny as a motherfucker. You tell you not reaching. Yeah, you're not reaching on some racist shit, but that shit be mad funny, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah uh anyways if you made it to the end of this podcast we appreciate you and thank you for listening to episode 71 deserve (sighs) thank you for listening to truckers mind podcast i'm eddie mcgee it's your boy k fangs we're out of here peace